What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Straight Cut. Coming to you from, from I'm Mark. <laughs> yeah, Steve is back. Steve is back. Just thought I'd mess with you a little bit. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. Appreciate it. No, nope, it's another episode coming to you from Western Cigars Inside the Members Lounge. I'm Aaron. This this is Mark, and I'm Steve. <laughs> Show must go on Show as must. ordered. Apparently. I, will, I will push through. <laughs> First rule in theater: just just push through. Did push it freak through. you out when I started saying it? No, it sounded just like me. <laughs> right, you've been practicing. Like, I was like, yeah, two two hundred and something episodes in, you know, <laughs> just that's how it goes. We did kind of like just like even acknowledge that like three weeks ago was two hundred something episodes. Technically, it's like two thirty because there's a good year and a half of odd number episodes and stuff like that, but. Like something we didn't really acknowledge. We only did 119, 121, and we skipped the 120s. <laughs> wait, wait, just uh, like, numbered. <laughs> well, no, we had like half episodes and, <laughs> yeah, and like no. non, non-numerical numbered shows and shit like that. That was our you hippie just put face. Them out, random that was, it was our hippie face. It, it, was, it was like a different different time era. <laughs> it was different. <laughs> just, yeah, so yeah. It was our free love it was, phase. I'm so confused. It was our patchouli era. <laughs> yes. It was, it was when we did reviews. It, so was, like, did it reviews. was like review one, review of March, uh. review of... April, stuff like that. Okay. So, yes. well, we are coming up on five years here. What is it? April. What the hell? Fir- no, May 1st. May 1st is five years. This is about the time eight years ago, nine years ago that I moved to Little Rock. So, yeah. Met, met, met you guys. So, yeah. Do you know which way ride. your house is? If you had a point right now, which way is your house? That way, close enough. Close, close. <laughs> pretty close. It's actually pretty close. I had to think about it. It's, it's close enough. Did you want to point that way? Uh, I wanted to point that way, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, for the record, uh, the roads are windy here. I grew up. I grew up in Cornfield Central, where everything's a square, S- straight line. In my defense. But uh, that's not actually a good defense because if we were in <laughs> Illinois and yeah. everything was a square, I'd still point the right direction. Yeah, I mean, that's just the running gag with you, though. You're j- you just <clears throat> if we were in Bloomington Normal, which is everything's a square, it's everything's on a grid because mm-hmm. you can do that in Cornfield Central. Yeah. Um, uh, and you said where is X, Y, or Z? I would point the wrong direction. I'm just <laughs> I'm just challenged. It's not my strength. So, do you GPS like everywhere you go? Everywhere I go that I don't know where I'm going, sure. So you're not one of those people that like, no matter, like if you leave here, so you don't like GPS down, your house? Oh, no. Jesus. There's people like that. Well, they're idiots. So, um, <laughs> well, no, I know my if you don't house. know which direction to point, then how do you know which direction your house is? I know how to go. You're just I, used to the road. I, I know how things fly. I know, right. I just, I don't like, I'm not like, we have roads and stuff. <laughs> I know how to get there. I just don't know what directional. If you were on a boat, would you be able to I'd find land? No. <laughs> okay. I, am I on a boat right now? I have a car. I mean, I guess it depends on what body of water you're on. Uh. Right. If I can see it, I'm fine. But no, if I was on a boat, I'd be screwed. So like 12, 15 years ago, I was installing a set of cabinets with my dad. And we were in a laundry room with no windows. It was dark. And I'm carrying like a cabinet. And he was like... <laughs> Move to the west. I'm like, 
which way is the fucking west? <laughs> right. He's like, that way. I'm like, how do you know that? He's like, I just, I just know. I'm like, why not just say left or yeah. right? Or yeah. go like, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know where the west is. I know where yeah. west is when I'm outside. You put me in a in a building yeah. with no windows. I don't know where West is. I'm are with you, you on that. Are one. you in the middle of the night though? Are you familiar with where West is? Because I'm like okay as long as the sun's up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, generally, like at at, at our house, mm-hmm. I know which way the sun rises. Oh, sure, and sits like that. So I oh, know my where house. It yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Right. In my bedroom, do I know which direction everything? Is? Sure. <laughs> so I even uh, when I go to a hotel. Like, I look out the window in the room to figure out which side of the building I'm on mm-hmm. so that I know where everything is. Yeah. I just don't want, like, I don't want my front door, or like, back door, like, facing south because then it gets constant sun uh, just all day. And yeah. it's bad for that. It's bad for the door. It'll strip it and discolor it. So you wouldn't have bought hot. a house if it was pointed the wrong direction? I mean, it would. I mean... If it was like the only defa- only factor, then you I don't did. know. You I just w- painted that door a lot. I would think about it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just I mean, it's one of those things where in construction you like there's certain things I don't want to do, and especially with our our front door. You see our front door? It's a giant mahogany arch door. Like I don't want to have to resurface that shit every two years. Yeah, it's a beautiful door. Um, <laughs> it is you really giant. think it would have to be done that often? Oh, yeah. Uh, probably every yeah. nine months. Yeah. Well, if it gets constant sun, yeah, it, it's about every two years or so. But it, you have Man. a port, you have an overhang. I don't know that he would get that much sun. Yeah. I would be you surprised could, you every could, two you years. You could go out yeah. every couple of weeks and put sunscreen on it. I could, like me, just like lather, right. lather, right. lather in. Another <laughs> thing in your <laughs> house that doesn't hold up in the sun. Yes. <laughs> Just um, 90% mayonnaise. got to go sunscreen my wood. So the funny part is, <laughs> I'm not good direction challenge. I think we, we've established that, right? Yep. Yes. But the funny part, and I saw this interesting post today, and it made me made me think of myself. Um, in one of the shooting groups, mass shooting groups, somebody said that they worked at Walmart, and they got recognized for being uh, lost, a lost control leader. Like, they were very... And they said, your situational awareness is uh, is off the charts, right? That they oh. were very aware. Yeah. Th- their acceptance speech is, I'd like to thank my hyper-awareness <laughs> for, for this award. And I thought, yeah, you know what? I'm not really good at directions, but I do recognize everything in the room. <laughs> have you ever have you ever seen, like, the loss prevention people walking around, like Walmart or yeah. whatever? Like I, I had one following me. I was oh like, sure, and they I was do, like, they do absolutely. all the time. And sure. I was like, I was like, hey, I know who you are. I know what you're doing. I'm not doing anything. I just look, like I like, I want to fuck shit up. But I'm trying just to get the fuck. Like, trust me, I fucking hate this place. I want to get the fuck out of here as much as quickly as possible. I just, I just leave them alone. But um, yes, but it was funny. I would like to thank my hyper awareness from my mass shooting for for this award. <laughs> and you just go, I, I feel that a little bit, yeah. you know, because like you just Crazy. go. Um, you know, yeah, it was just a funny, uh, sort of, uh, off color thing, but I have no idea what direction is what yeah. I- inside a building, especially outside of the building. Cause I played so much golf as a kid, like you, you know, mm-hmm. so we had a, at our, at our wood shop, we're out in the, in the sticks in the middle of nowhere. And, uh, we were having some plumbing issues. So we had a find Backed up the toilet again. Jeez. Pretty much. So we, so we had to find where the um, uh, 
uh, what is it? An, um, Giant. But we're not on city water oh. or uh, the, uh, what is it called? My mind just went blank. Water main? No, it's the. Uh, well? No. What are you talking the about? The giant tank that stores septic. all the, the, the septic, septic, tank. septic tank. We had to find the septic tank. Jesus. And, uh, and so have you ever used witching sticks before? I've never done it. I've seen people do it. It is so cool. Like I've seen it done before, but I've never done it before. It's witchcraft. I don't understand how it, it works. It is so crazy. I'm against it. And it like, like, so I'm it's walking, illegal in Arkansas. I, I'm walking around in our field holding it. If it's not, it will be soon. <laughs> I'm, I'm walking around in the field holding it. And then, and then it just like, it crossed. I'm like, all right, that can't be it. So I start digging and I find a water pipe and I was like, oh shit, that's actually here. So then I walk about 10 feet further to, to keep following it and it crossed again and boom, it's right there. And it's like, it blows my mind. I don't know how just running water will, will make the witching rods cross. Like it's, it's so fucking weird. Yeah. It's odd. You're not actually allowed to say those words in Arkansas anymore. Um, There's got to be something with it because um, birds Mm -hmm. follow water, right? And they can do that without being able to see the water. So there's got to be something to do with uh, the way the magnetic force of the earth changes because of the water or something. I don't don't know what it is, but um, it's definitely witchcraft, and I do not support it. I mean, between the three of us, I'm the one that has the tattoo of the witch being burned at the stake for my ancestors. So... I mean, if there's somebody that can talk about it, it's me. Well, you sure. used to see those old farmers go out there and do that and dig wells. You know, oh, they, yeah. they, it's crazy to me. I, I just don't understand it. But no, it's cool. It's cool to see. Yeah, I've not seen it, but I, I'm sure it works just fine. It's, it's very, it plays with your psyche a little bit because it's like yeah, it this, does. Is, this is like I can see why 200 years ago, yeah, people were being like witch. Yeah, you're literally walking around your yard with two sticks, and they just bend and then and cross. Then like, oh, like water. Like, oh, there's water. There's water right there. No, <laughs> I don't. And witches that. used to do that. I so I don't know. So where, that's I, I that's don't know. why we burned them at the stake well, is because uh, they found water. I don't know where the origins of witching rod comes from, but yeah. Wow. So they did something helpful. Sorry. <laughs> Try to get this thing out of my way. Take this out. The da- the dangler. Just, there you go. <laughs> Steve Mark is that playing down. with Take this that stand. Out. No, let's leave that in. Yeah. Steve's playing with the stand. Yeah. No, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know where the. I'm not really up on the, that comes from. the history of witching witching rods, right? It's, yeah, witching rods cards, yeah. and uh, burning witches at the stake. Not up on that. Me neither. I've read a few books on the like Salem and. Like overseas and stuff like that, which which burnings and stuff like uh, that. My only uh, familiarity is uh, with uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> She's a witch. She's a witch. She weighs as much as a duck. Uh, the funniest movie ever made. It's up there. It's up there. Uh, so they call it um, dowsing, apparently. I've heard it called a divining rod. Divining well. rod. Divining rod. Yep. Same thing. Um, it looks like it started, um, 1556. Yeah. I mean, it's been like, I remember my grandpa like doing in the backyard back when I was a kid and he he used to do it on the farm when he was a kid. It was before that. So it's, I mean, yeah, it's crazy, but. So what are we smoking, Aaron? Let me relight it. We are smoking, I don't know the blend, so Steve can talk about the blend, but we are smoking the 
Ashton uh, Classic Maduro in the Robusto Aged form. Maduro. Aged Maduro, not Classic. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the regular one. The Aged Maduro. Correct. So what's the blend on this one? Um, so it's a Connecticut Broadleaf wrapper mm. with uh, Dominican binder and filler, I believe. I don't remember the binder and filler. I believe that is correct. I do know it's a Broadleaf wrapper, though. Yeah. It's a great cigar. It is. It is. It's I. I love this cigar. I smoke it one time a year. I smoke it on March 26th. We'll get to that later on. But, yeah, we're smoking it. Yeah, it uh, so it comes out of the Fuente factory. This is my favorite of the Ashton line. Mm-hmm. Um, I love this cigar in the morning with a cup of coffee. I I smoke these often. I'll, I'll put this as top three of the Ashton line. The VSG, uh, is it Pegasus? I think that's my favorite. Is that the, or the mm-hmm. Trace Mystique? Which one's the small one? The Trey Mystique. The Trey Mystique. That's yeah. that's probably my favorite. And then the and then the Torpedo VSG, which is technically kind of the same cigar, but I just like that those two sizes. The pyramid. Or tor- is it pyramid or torpedo? Pyramid. I think that's what it's called. Pyramid E. Uh there's multiple. Yeah, but specifically the VSG yeah. pyramid is my second. Yeah, this one. So we're smoking that one. Today. Yeah, it's uh if you guys haven't tried this, it's it's worth a try. It's a mild Maduro, which um you know there's there's a handful of companies that do these well. Um and Ashton's one of those, I think. Yeah. Yeah, you 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 say that you know this is your morning your morning cigar and it's this isn't don't be afraid of the color. Yeah, for, it looks very dark. Yeah. It's not. Um I used to smoke these every day when I worked for the company. Um now I just do it sometimes. <laughs> Trailed <laughs> off a little bit. <laughs> you're finally you're finally out of your car stock of, yeah. the, of the Ash Maduros. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so how how was your you're back on the road this past week? How yeah. where'd you hit? It, it, what any good stories from the road from the past week? Any good restaurants you hit up? Um I don't think I hit anything like super spectacular this week. Where are we at? You're so I went to area? uh no, I went to Texas and and uh, Louisiana mm. to go back to Gregory. I didn't go to New Orleans yet. Oh, I'm headed okay. there next week. Um, so I've got Sean Williams with Cohiba um, traveling with me next week. So oh, we're gonna okay. head down to New Orleans. That's where he's from. So, oh, okay. Um, he likes to go down there and travel. And there's a couple of key accounts we go down there to, to see specifically with with Sean. Well, so. the, the shop that you took me to, you was part. Yeah, Mayan Import. That's yeah. one of the great ones in in yeah. New Orleans proper. Um, a there's fun. a handful of them down there, but yeah, they're definitely one of my favorites. Yeah, that was a, that was a fun night. Hanging out down there. Yeah, we went to the one in Metairie mm-hmm. um, and hung out with a bunch of the staff after hours. And well, we went to a couple two, of so, them so had their birthday. One was so one was what was the bigger one we went to? The, the second one. Yeah, is that yeah? Metairie? That's in Metairie, and the first one is that's the one in the Garden District okay. in New Orleans. So it's like, you know, the French Quarter, and then all the hotels in the Warehouse District, yeah. and then the Garden, the Garden District okay. next to that. Nice. So, yeah, one of my favorite towns. I love going down there. There's great food down there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to New Orleans? Mm-hmm. Love New Orleans. Yep. I, I avoid the debauchery that goes on down there. I just go down there for the food and the cigars. <laughs> but. <laughs> but sometimes the food and cigars is the debauchery. Sometimes. At least the food is. Yeah, when you eat like we do. <laughs> I, I mean, don't know. I've I'm, seen the debauchery. I don't, I, I don't think. <laughs> so I, I, the first time I went to New Orleans, um, I left my migraine medicine up here in Arkansas and we stayed right on 
Bourbon Street. So I knew there was a CVS just a couple blocks down. So I walked to CVS that morning before we left for the cruise ship however many years ago. And I'm walking down Bourbon and like there's actual like street cleaners, like people have like soap and water and like br- like bristle brushes and stuff like that. And condoms are flowing down the street. And I'm like, what are y'all doing? Like what happened here last night? He was like, oh, we do this every morning. I was like, are you serious? Because it was like a, it was like a Thursday or something. It's like every day. He's like, every day we yep. do this. I'm like, God, that is well, crazy. Welcome to bourbon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was my first, first experience with bourbon street. And, uh, it's crazy that they clean it that often. And it still smells down there when you get into the <laughs> French quarter, you know, mm-hmm. just years and years of just, well, and the flooding that happens every year. And well, and you got, yeah, you're, I mean, you're right in the bay. So the, the bay itself doesn't smell the greatest, no, but, doesn't. uh, but yeah, you you add on however many thousand people go down there every weekend. Yeah. And how many liters of everywhere liters, and throw up yeah, and just ugh, bodily yeah. fluids everywhere. So there used to be a social media account and it was my poor trash cans, what it's called. Yeah. And these people put a camera up um, because people during Mardi Gras would walk past their house and stop and pee at their trash can. <laughs> <laughs> so one one year the guy put a camera up and it had like a motion sensor to tell him when somebody was out there and these two girls are there and they're like between the trash can and the fence yeah and they're squatted down peeing and he comes over the fence with a bucket of water and just dumps it on top of them oh. <laughs> it was so great um but i think the guy has moved now they don't live down there anymore so um no more pictures but yeah you can get on instagram or facebook i think and find them and it is hilarious if you had to live like on a major street like that, like Bourbon, Beale, you know, Times Square, something like that, like, would you have any enjoyment out of that? Or would it just be like, I right, wouldn't. This sucks. There's too many people. Yeah. Uh, and I like people, but there's, when I go home, I don't want people, you know, <laughs> like I'm home. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that would work for either one of us. Probably not for you either. And because our wives are not. No, I like my sort my fortress of solitude. Like yeah. it is, I like knowing gate that codes and stuff. Gate codes. <laughs> There's like I like Steve hasn't come over. We haven't had a cigar in, in our backyard in three weeks because there's still a lock on the gate that hasn't been taken off yet. So like nobody can get in on your yard. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you put the lock on. Yeah, I did it before we left on. Oh, on nice and everything. So yep. I, and I just haven't taken it off because. The weekends have been super busy. Yeah, we've been packed. Been gone, and you've been gone, and then you know you're back on the road and stuff. So, Kaylee's not coming over to have a cigar with me. So no, <laughs> she just she'll she'll have the food, and she just comes in through the garage. Yep. <laughs> Which already we already gave her this week's menu of, oh. of, of what we're having this week. Nice. So tomorrow is lasagna, Ooh. and uh, Tuesday I actually have to. Do, Cook a bunch of steaks and stuff for my brother's birthday, so I'll be nice doing that. Right, that'll be fun. It will be. So, Mark, what do you think of this cigar? I like this cigar. This is a good one. I, I smoke this one also once a year, surprisingly enough. Um, but I and so it's not one that they have here in West End. We don't have it at Little Rock. Rock. We have it in Conway, yeah. right? So I just don't ever smoke it. But uh, I like this cigar. It's. Uh, it is very, I like the mild Maduros. It is to me, I don't mean to disrespect the other ones, but it, it's a, it's the proper way to do a Maduro. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I really like this cigar. It's extremely well done. The flavors are great. It's not, 
it's not light Maduro. It's a rich Maduro, but mm-hmm. uh, good flavors. Like it a lot. Really pleasant to smoke. It, it's easy on strength, good on flavor. Mm-hmm. And there's not a lot, like you're saying, there's not a lot that do a Maduro that's mm-hmm. not a powerhouse to the face. There's to me, the, there's nothing wrong with those four. cigars, and I'll smoke those, but this is the way a Maduro should be done. Yeah. There's this one. There's like the Avo. I well, think that, a lot that, of companies have it. They just not everybody does it well. Yeah. There's right. some that have it. Yeah. I agree, though. This is this is very pleasant. I, I, yeah. It's one of those. I don't drink coffee because, you know, I don't. And, But it's really pleasant in the morning. It's just a yeah. nice ease into the day cigar. I just tried a seven brew coffee for the first time. So, what'd you cool. get? Uh, just a seven brew, just a, a mo- ice mocha. <laughs> so I pulled up. She's like, "Hey, what can Frappuccino. I get you?" I was like, "I was like, hey, I've never been here before." Peppermint. I was like, "I'm just looking for like an ice mocha." She's like, "We have an ice mocha." I was like, that's what I want. She's like, "All right, cool. What size do you want?" I was like, "Ah, this is gonna be large." It was like four bucks for that big ass yeah. thing. I was like. Pretty good. Not so bad. So you, you're starting to fade a little from the super girly drinks? I mean, ice mocha is like what, what? I normally have. It's not super girly. I actually prefer, like, I don't like whipped cream in the in the, in the the iced coffees. Like, when we go to Starbucks or whatever, I always get an iced cafe latte. I mean, iced mocha. Iced mocha. Cafe. Cafe, cafe mocha. I forget the name now. Oh say, but I always have to say no whipped cream. Like I don't like whipped cream. I'm even like, like on pies. I don't like whipped cream on like apple pie or pumpkin pie or whatever. Totally. <laughs> all like of that. This girly part of the straight cup brought to you by girls everywhere. That yeah. doesn't make it less girly. Ice mocha. No, but, what what no, the fuck I, are we I, talking about? I prefer iced coffee year round. I prefer like chocolate mocha over vanilla or caramel or hazelnut or stuff like that. But normally like, it's like a cookies and cream latte, frozen latte. I do, I do, <laughs> I do like those. So I feel like Mocha's not I as. I do like those. Yeah. So Mo Mo, Mo Mo came up here a couple weeks ago as he like whips his hair around. <laughs> Mo came up here a couple weeks ago with some coffee, and she had hers, which was like just straight hot black coffee. Uh, actually, she likes uh, hazelnut latte. She likes that a lot, but she had mine. She gave me mine, and it was a blended like Java chip mocha thing and i was like "Ooh, what is this i tried it's like this is fucking amazing <laughs> it's like it was all it's also 800 calories yeah i mean does it look like i'm counting right now <laughs> i need to be but uh <laughs> i'm not judging i had six white castles this afternoon but i'm just saying whoa, 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 where did you get white castle for my freezer oh oh the the pre-made ones yeah they're not as good as the original no, totally not even close Although the originals are not good anymore either. Really? <laughs> no. I stopped at one when I was in Atlanta, and it was just like, ugh. I haven't like, had a White Castle in a long time. You don't, oh. you don't remember how bad they are. No, they're terrible. <laughs> Until you go back and get one, you're like, this, I paid for this. <laughs> so a guy that I went to college with, is his um, superpower was the ability to take a double cheeseburger in his mouth, eat a little bit of it, and then... Uh, Take it out and then make it, throw it against the White Castle and make it stick. What? He could make it stick to the building. Huh. That's so gross. I don't know if that's a superpower. It <laughs> was, it was about 4.35 in the morning <laughs> in college. Man, that's not where I saw this uh, saw this going. <laughs> no, it's always, I'm always a surprise. So we used to do pickle races. Pickle races? You don't like pickles. So I, exactly. So a pickle race is you take the pickle off, you throw it against the window. 
Oh, and they go down. And they oh, go down. that's they, not yeah, where I saw okay. that going yeah, either. Me neither. <laughs> yeah, I saw that film. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to move on from that. Uh, um, yeah, I, um, when I live in Chicago, uh, White Castles are every five or six blocks, mm-hmm. right? And uh, so, yeah. <clears throat> I tell you what I miss, and, and we're headed to St. Louis for a golf trip later this year. Um, and I'm going to go is Skyline Chili. Oh, gross. Do they have it in St. Louis? Skyline Chili? It's got to be somewhere right there, right? It's There's got to be since one. Cincinnati. It, it's a Cincinnati. But thing. come on. I mean, St. Louis is close enough. There's got to be one, right? It's not close at all. To, to Cincinnati? It's, closer, it's closer than where we are is what I'm saying. No, it's like, closer than where we are. There's got to be sure. one. Sure. You know what I, I miss? I thought they had one in St. Louis. New York strip steaks. <laughs> it's, kinda, it's closer to New York. <laughs> Um, I don't know that there's any Skyline Chili's in St. Louis. Let's. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be heartbroken if I'm there's looking. not. Man, I'm, I'm really I told you to go to Sweetfire um, Barbecue. They have White Castles, which is great. Okay, so they're in Ohio, Indiana, Kentucky, and Florida. So we'll be close to Indiana. Uh, close-ish. Close-ish. Like within a couple hours? <laughs> uh, no. Because no. it's in Indianapolis. There's not one it? over there. No, you have to go through Illinois. Dang it. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're nowhere near. I thought Skyline. there was no, they, one closer. Skyline Chili, they actually have on the, um, I mean, you can buy the cans. Yeah, you can buy, you can buy the stuff at Walmart. It's not the same. Yeah, it's I agree dog, with that. Oh, no, it's still dog shit, so it is the same. Dang it. Sorry to our Cincinnati people who. Yeah, I'm not a big no, fan. No, I mean, you know what? It's interesting because it's one off, but. My dad, Springfield, Illinois is known as, because Ray's chili, and there's a bunch of chili that comes out of Springfield, Illinois. Mm-hmm. I like my chili greasy as hell. Yeah. What a surprise. Um, and so, uh, it's not my type of chili. Yeah. I, thought they, uh, I thought they had one in St. Louis. Sorry. White Castles. I'm upset. I don't want White Castle. <laughs> so, let me tell you about the saddest. Uh, Sweet Fire Barbecue. Okay. I'll check it mm. out. Let me tell you Hipster about the, Barbecue. The, 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 the saddest um, coffee bean uh, barbecue sauce, and it's mm, awesome. I don't know. Mm. No, it's really coffee. Good. I've had I've had a few coffee rub briskets before. Like, it's you, like you coffee bean tell. barbecue sauce because I know you're a big barbecue sauce guy, but you're not a big coffee guy. So what the <laughs> hell? <clears throat> it's really really good because it's rich, really rich uh, barbecue sauce. Like like really like I'll be the judge of that. Okay, so I don't, is it thick barbecue sauce or? Thin? And they have hipster sodas. And they have adult milkshakes. What do you call it? What, what is a hipster Ooh. soda? It's like weird. It's like a <laughs> like, like like we have our own soda stream in the back. <laughs> yeah. You can buy you can buy a shittier version of Coke. We, we used our witch sticks. It is and like found that. A, uh, soda. It is very much like that. <laughs> it's very much like soda stream, like with weird names. Yeah. But the soda is like actually better. Have you ever been to a, a, a Torchy's Tacos? Oh yeah. So Torchy's no. oh Torchy's has like a soda fountain, but it's all their own soda like they don't have coke so or places or are doing that now and it's actually really really good like they have a blue uh, blueberry or blackberry soda or like a great style the sure problem is it. having to drink diet sodas the yeah the off-brand I just, diet sodas just don't i just do like well. i just hit myself with insulin yeah. <laughs> right so like you just like fuck it just this straight is not into, good just straight into the neck well just the lady <laughs> was going you can't have cake it worked the other day i said i can have cake and she goes no you're diabetic and i said just give myself a big shot of insulin. It's not ideal, yeah. but sometimes you're just off off plane. But you just, 
People say that to me all the time, and I'm like, I'm a grown-ass man. Like, if I want cake, I'm going to eat cake. I mean, (laughs) just going to take a little more insulin. Yeah, that sounds like future. It's not ideal. That sounds like future me problem. Like, not not present me problem. You can still control your insulin. You can still blood sugar with that. It's just not ideal. And everything's good in moderation, right? right? Like, you occasionally have to have a treat. Yeah. You occasionally have to eat a whole fucking cake. It just happens. That's one treat. Like, my, my body does not like bread or cheese but by god i'm gonna eat that whole fucking pizza it's like your wife and pineapple man let me tell you sometimes you just gotta have pineapple we were at costco (laughs) the other day and they had a whole pineapple she's like baby i was like no like i love pineapple but you are allergic to it no like you were fucking miserable that night after after the brosian steakhouse like i'm not Mm -hmm. gonna i'm not gonna do that Mm mm-hmm She's like, it's fine. It, I just itched and like sneezed a little bit. I was like, you were, no. <laughs> like, right. Paula with onions. So we, I mean, as much as I love onions, because onions, peppers, and garlic, like throw it in there, throw it on some meat. That's what I do. Absolutely. And she just doesn't do well with onions. So we just don't do onions. So my, the same thing with my wife. It gives her uh, migraines. Migraines and upset stomach. Yeah. Uh, green onions don't. So she it's it's um, it's definitely onions, but she's expanded it out to anything that she doesn't like. <laughs> <laughs> and so green onions is one of those things she doesn't listen. Thank God, but she she expands it out. So, so yeah. I, like, I like a green onion, like I on a, like on a uh, baked potato or oh, a hundred uh, uh, like a, a potato skin or something like that. Sure. Or, or, Cupcake. I like onions in any format. Doesn't matter. (laughs) Any format. I could probably pick up an onion and just eat it. I've not done that. I can't do that. I I think I could. I love raw onions. Like one of my favorite things on a burger is just a big thick slice of onion. onion. Yeah. That's what I'm talking And then put guacamole on top of that and salsa on top of that. And then you're talking the best burger ever. Talk dirty to me. Oh, man. And then Paul is like looking at me. You're not kissing me for a week. And I'm going, (laughs) sacrifice. Like like the, the, uh, What's the place that does like the blooming onion? I like those. Outback. Uh, outback. I like onion rings. I just I don't like raw onion. Yeah, it's the aromatic vegetable that I. It's like that and like horseradish sauce. Like I, oh. it's, I just oh, don't I like horseradish. Yeah. What's wrong with you? It's too aromatic. Horse, a freaking blooming onion is one of the greatest lo- things that has ever been invented. I love me a blooming with I, the horseradish sauce. So I don't like the sauce. I, I like You're the out. I like the ranch You're out. sauce. You're not allowed to go. I like the ranch horseradish. I've probably said this, but my grandfather on my dad's side. Uh, so the Langenfeld, he used to grow horseradish and and make horseradish sauce. And I just, two of the, th- well, first of all, uh, smoked cigars, ate, mm-hmm. ate bacon, drank whiskey. Yeah. And so like. It's like a t-shirt. It's like, right. <laughs> lived late in his life, went to church every day. So, I mean, just lived life the right way. Yeah. Right. But he grew horseradish and made uh, peanut brittle. With horseradish? No, not just just oh. made the made <laughs> the that's greatest what you were saying. made the greatest peanut brittle made great horseradish horseradish uh, peanut brittle. I'm not saying I'm mm. not. I'm not I'm to try. <laughs> but two things that I love because I love peanut brittle. Yeah, yeah. And you still haven't had Juanitas yet. No. Oh my god, we gotta get you Juanitas. Okay. You have well, Juanitas, right? Yeah, it's not like. I think it's the best peanut brittle. Oh, come on. Yeah, it's good peanut brittle. My grandfather Langfeld made some pretty great peanut brittle. I mean, like, it's, it's good peanut do, brittle, do you but like it's a, not like, do you like super a thin, spectacular. Do you like a thin or a thick brittle? Uh, he used to make thin, so I like thin. So the, would, the, that's, that's how one eats it. It's yeah. a thin. But he would put it then in like a coffee can. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, I just remember a thing. Like it was, I wonder I if just, like uh, Hertz Donuts does a like maple donut with the peanut brittle on top. I don't know. You had their so bacon, their bacon donut wasn't. I've that had good. that one. Yeah, it wasn't that great. We went there one or 
two times. Paula, Paula, because. to the point where Paula loves sweets and donuts, but she wasn't that much. They, she doesn't. They're they don't have like the kind of donut she likes. Yeah, they're not like regular donuts. It's like a personal cake. size cake. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's too sweet. Way yeah. way too sweet yeah. for me. And I've told you the first night story when we went oh, in, they yeah. were playing the EDL and there's like people crowding in. I'm going, I gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. Hypervigilance once again. We were just down <laughs> in that area a couple weeks ago for the uh, Lego for the Lego convention. Yeah. And, our, and our like even me and me and Mo were talking about like, yeah, the first like week or two that this was open, like it was lying out the door because it's twenty four hours. I don't even know if it's twenty four hours anymore. It's uh twenty five by eight. Twenty five yeah. by eight. You just check their sign, it says they're open twenty five hours a day, eight days a week. Yep. Like I want to know three sixty five, three sixty six. How boring! Like evidently during that time is like when you're doing the prep work and starting for the day. So I occasionally will get donuts and take them in the office, and that's a very convenient place for me to get. Yeah, you're always waiting two or three deep. Really? Where do you park? Uh, You can't park on that road, can you? I mean, you park on the side road. Okay. Yeah, on Main. I just uh, pull up out front in the in the (laughs) and just park it. Oh, that's how fucking some people do. It's just like yeah, no. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I want to stop. I'm gonna park right here on the trolley stop and, and just just have trolleys don't run during that morning. The trolley has the has it could be so good, but it's just it's not. It's just it's so, not, people aren't utilizing it for what they wanted to be utilized for. So my mom came to town and we took the trolley and we rode it. It's free. Is it? it was free uh, seven years ago. Oh, it's not anymore. Oh, okay. So, um, and because we were prepared to pay because I didn't know how much it was. But um, so I, I had all my stripper singles. And so <laughs> we um, we just did a big trip because it goes out by the, the yeah. Clinton Museum and it yeah. goes over the bridge to North Little Rock. And my mom absolutely loved it. Yeah, it's great for tourists. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Um, but I think they anticipated it more of like, the people in downtown in North Florida would use it and they don't. Oh, that's stupid. Not often enough. Yeah. It was all tourists. Yeah. That's but I mean, it's half full when we did it. it. Yeah. On the weekends it's busy. Um, during the week, it just doesn't get used very often. Yeah. But you never know with stuff like that. It's going to work. Little Rock's kind of a weird town with tourism anyway, but yeah, you get some, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, we, I mean, we have like a lot of like the Taekwondo Association does their uh, world headquarters stuff here. Yeah, their world year. headquarters. I drive by their world headquarters mm-hmm. fairly frequently because it's down by my office. Yeah, it's a nice place. It's cool. They got the three people out there doing Taekwondo, and so. Well, and then you've got always scares the shit out of me because there's people just standing remotely by the <laughs> the road. Well, you've got like the convention center, and they do some big conventions. There's people come yeah. from all over for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it gets utilized quite a bit, but and it's a really nice convention center. More tourists as opposed to people here for conventions was like Northwest Arkansas, like Fayetteville, Bentonville. Yeah, and you you can see that right Walmart. Problem with Arkansas, a really, ton of money up there. Yeah, and it's even the problem with Northwest. The draw up there is Walmart, right, right? And, and all that. So they'll they'll have certain conventions. Problem with either one of them is the airport's not big enough, right? And there's not enough truck flights. Yeah. So there were several, I know, conferences that were looking to come in here, and they just decide not because there's just not enough. There's just not enough air traffic. Yeah. Yeah, it makes it tough. It does. When everything's two or three, you know, one, two, or three stops, yeah. mm-hmm. it's just not, there's not enough truck flights. They choose St. Louis or Chicago or Baltimore. Memphis. I did talk to a buddy of mine that lives up there this weekend, and um, they've built 
so much uh, cycling stuff up there, yeah. like uh, mountain biking, mm-hmm. cyclocross. And now their rumor is that they're putting in a velodrome somewhere up there. So like the track racing, mm-hmm. they're putting that in. Wow. Um, th- they're trying to, I think, get UCI to put a United States headquarter there. Really? Um, which would be huge for Fayetteville. Mm-hmm. Huge. Um, the area is really expanding. I mean, and, yeah. and, and I, I know um, economically it's 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 booming. Well, they're talking about also, and this I, I've heard about for years because they, they got a bunch of old railroad uh, land, mm-hmm. and they're building a trail that basically runs all the way down the state from Fayetteville through Little Rock. Like down the Katy to, Trail. Kind of, yeah. All the way down to uh, like Hot Springs area. That'd be nice. And they're going to build like uh, hut uh, stations where you can camp at night so people can take the the whole trail and stop and camp and stay in those, cool. those little sections. I mean, North Little Rock just uh, just got done and opened within the past couple of months, a mountain bike trail and like whoops and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. That's, that's really yeah, cool. Yeah, so they're trying to tie all of it together where you can make like a huge trip out yeah, of it and, and cover like, the whole state. Day trail is what? Which is nice. Is St. Louis, even yeah. east of St. Louis to... Yep. West of Kansas City, maybe yeah. even west. It goes all the way across, yeah. yeah. See, that, that's something I used to do, all, I mean, all the time when I lived up in KC was mountain bike trails and mountain bike racing and stuff like that. But, yeah. down, you know, moving to Little Rock, there's not really, there wasn't the option, definitely, when I moved here 22 yeah. years ago for that. Well, we were, when we go to the casinos and see shows, the Katy Trail is on the other side of the river, so I'd just take the other side of the trail, river and you could go for, hundreds of miles of walk. Obviously I wouldn't walk a hundred miles in a day, but you go for, you know, good 10, 10 mile walk in a day, just right along the river. It's beautiful mm-hmm. up there. And when you think about here to Fayetteville, the walk there would be spectacular. Yeah. And in railroad uh, trails are amazing because they're, they tend to not be through populated areas. So yeah. they tend to be great um, hiking trails. And I know that, I think that's where the Katy Trail came from. Yeah. And so, and my mom, we used to have a railroad uh, thing that went through my backyard. And my mom worked on the, um, that's now a trail in Bloomington Normal. And so I know she worked on getting that, um, getting that cur- converted over to, to a walking path, a hiking trail. So. Yeah. So it's such a rails to trails is a cool charity. I've yep. donated to it in the past. Yeah, that's the company that started all that, and they're working with yep. uh, the Waltons to do that. It's called yeah. Rails to Trails. <laughs> rails yeah. to Trails. Um, so there's, there's like, I mean, hundreds of thousands oh, of yeah. miles of of abandoned railroads. Yeah, just right? They just don't use them. Yeah, there's a lot that runs through Bauxite and yeah. the old area. Like, what's crazy is if you go into the woods of Bauxite, you'll find just houses in the middle of the woods that looked like how in the hell did they get there? But with like roads that were there, but they're now overgrown that were just there whenever they were doing all the big bauxite mining here in the Mm -hmm. thirties and forties. And they just got abandoned whenever the, the mines closed up and everything. But it's like, and a lot of those houses were then moved into the heart of Benton. Uh, So like a lot of the houses out off the square were the houses that started out up there in in bauxite area, yeah. But then some were left, and they're just out in the yes, middle. And then, yeah, there's still some left. Like, so you, there's a chance I could just get one of those houses, and then yeah, just live in it. Just you, I mean, it. you want to live in a cabinet <laughs> off the grid. You're <laughs> that's what I want. You're off the grid, but you're yet still close enough to go to you know Kroger is you know three miles away. <laughs> that is appealing. 
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know if uh, bauxite is poisonous or if it could be, yeah, that's a good point. be bad. I, but, don't want uh, to, I don't want poisonous. <laughs> but <laughs> There I, might be a body in one of those houses. But I just, <laughs> that's I just, problematic. I just realized maybe within the past year that Reynolds aluminum foil, like the best aluminum foil, Reynolds Road is named after that. Like huh. that's that, where they came from. That, yeah, because it's an aluminum factory in bauxite. That's huh. like I had no idea. I didn't know that either. Like I never put two and two together. Like oh shit, that's what aluminum is made out of. Is, is bauxite. If you put two and two together, you get twenty two. <laughs> um, I did four. not either. Yeah. That's, okay. That's interesting, right? There you go. Yeah. That is interesting. Like the best, the best aluminum foil is from this area. Is that really the best aluminum foil? I mean, I'd I would say. I would say it's the best. It's, name, it's definitely the biggest name. It's big, like best name brand. Like it's yeah. It's like Q-tip you guys got to be fancy. Or they, they, they got to be fancier aluminum foils, right? <laughs> I like, yeah, I like my, my artisanal <laughs> right. small boutique. I'm surprised you don't foil. know what they are, right? I'm yeah, really surprised. Honestly. We honestly we get our aluminum foil from Costco, just in the big industrial. Like we get the the pre cut sheets and the, just the thick, the yeah. thick ones. So. Mm. We went to Sam's for the first time in probably three years um, this week. Um, and, uh, man, there's more shit that you <laughs> just don't need. They don't have a hard liquor license and I was because mm. I was going to go look. And no, so, just Costco. Yeah. But what's nice about that is that you don't need a membership to get liquor at Costco because it's, a separate, it's in a separate area. <clears throat> I, I just don't need to... Do you need a two-gallon bottle of... of <laughs> um, well, I just don't need two warehouse memberships. So, and I'm a Sam's member. We have both, but we, we haven't been to Sam's in forever. Well, I order from Sam's. We just, I don't need to, so I'd have to drop the Sam's. Does does Costco have good prices on gas? Because we occasionally, yeah. yes. So the only issue, though, with that is, is, is Costco is only a Visa... You can only use Visa. You can't use American Express or Discover. credit card. Yeah, credit card. But uh, even Do, at the, uh, Visa or Mastercard. No, yeah, you can only no. use Visa. No Mastercard. No Mastercard. So I have to go check my credit cards because I I have Visa, but I have a lot of Mastercards. It drives me nuts. Yeah, it's quite annoying. But you know, quite annoying. It is what it is. You end up having to use your debit card. Uh, we use we don't use debit cards for anything. But I don't have a. I don't have a Visa credit mm. card. Yeah, I mean, I mean, same thing. I mean, I guess you can use cash. I yeah, mean, that's debit card. I mean, it's no, I'm saying like actual like paper. Like, I don't know if they have a like a middle, like a middle thing where you can go pay. A, yeah, I mean, an I've attendance money. Like two hundos in my. Well, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't ever use cash for anything. I don't either. The most cash I used was on our trip. Just like that was the most cash I've used in a while, yeah. and I used to be just a like straight cash only. I got a buddy that does that. He's Jared. You know Jared. Yeah, yeah. He's he almost exclusively uses cash now. Like on on certain things, off grid, like, just one stay off the financial. So with that the way these banks check. have been going lately, that that may not be a bad idea. You well, know? I I don't have to worry about that because I don't have four hundred million. <laughs> like still though, like if you think about it, like like all my shit is. What if all of a sudden they froze your bank account? You can't pay your mortgage. Well, I mean, sure. I mean, my paycheck goes direct deposit. I don't have a way to get that check. Sure. Sure. That's that like, company's in Europe. I can't, what do I... <laughs> you you're know? really fucked. Like, <laughs> With me, I'll just like, all right, I'll just go cash my check or whatever. Yeah. No, it would be. 
I mean, it, it, I mean, uh, I bank at one of the big, big ones, Morgan Stanley. So, um, so it would would be a pretty major ordeal if Morgan Stanley. I honestly don't even know who our bank is. I think it's first. The local ones. So is that probably a good idea? To is the Simmons. SVB Simmons. are they getting a bailout? <clears throat> What's happening um, with that? I didn't. I haven't been following. I haven't either. All right, never mind. I think they are, but I, I haven't been following enough to. Yeah, I think eventually they're going to get purchased. It's, it's, it's not charity when you're helping out a big bank instead of people. So it well, matter. I think other banks were, were helping them out. I, I think bailout's the wrong term. I think other banks were stepping in and helping them. Oh, I thought it was a government. I thought it was other uh, banks. thing. I thought they were uh, they were pushing other banks to do it yeah. to help liquidity with the market. But I, Interesting. I didn't. I'm not following. So somebody yeah. is going to send a message to the Straight Cut podcast yeah. on <laughs> and, t- and straight me out. But... Um, yeah, it's I, a I, scary but, time. But I use cash for like, if I'm getting work done at the house or whatever, I like I'll pay with cash. Like we just got, I buy all my drugs yeah. with cash. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Like we just got our our windows tinted on Mo's new new ride, and like I'll pay cash for. Do they come naturally tinted on your fucking really expensive new car? Well, the the back ones do, but the front ones I want it to match the same. So, oh, isn't that illegal in Arkansas? So, so it was half the shit we do. So. Yeah. All of my Just windows wondering. are all my windows are tinted except yeah. for the front windshield on my yeah, car. Yeah, you can't you can't I mean you can't go over a certain percentage. So I just like, hey, just match this. They so, so my cars all came all tinted. I I miss my truck though, because I had two percent tint. Yeah, so the, I think in the state of Arkansas it's like on the front on the windshield you can't have any except for the brow. Yeah, and it's and a five inch the, brow. Yeah, there's nothing on the windshield. On the front windows on the side has like to be fif- 15 or less 15 mm-hmm. and then and on the, the back you can go five on the back or you, 10 you can go whatever it doesn't you don't have to have anything on the back so yeah, like I have, the passenger window i don't have anything on the windshield but everything back i'm tinted at some percent yours is probably legal it's probably yeah. at 10 percent yeah if, if, it, if it came 15 is normal if it came tinted it's it's whatever legal is I didn't think about it, but so. it's, they all they all come. It's not it's not even an option on the infinite. I mean, it's, it's like it all comes tinted. Yeah. I think my Jeep is five percent all the way around, and the windshield's like ten percent. So yeah. it's super illegal, and I've never been pulled over yeah. for it. But I had I have two. So we should call cops. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had two and a half on my on my Dodge. Yeah. On the Which, front windshield? Uh, no, I had on the side. I had <laughs> on the windshield. That'd be crazy. I had ten. I had ten on the front windshield. And then it was just a regular regular cab, so I had two and a half on the front, on the sides, and two and a half on the back. Well, I probably yeah. talked about this, but... but mine the, might be two and a half, too. The you coolest part of my... You can't see in mine. I mean, it has a bunch of cool new features, but it has the remote camera um, mm-hmm. uh, rear view mirror. Mm-hmm. So it, there's, it's not... You're not looking. It's just a camera, which makes look like everybody's tailgating you. So that, that's how <laughs> every fuck. Paula calls me like she's driving my car for the first time. So what is the deal with everybody tailgating me? I said, baby, it's a camera. It looks like everybody's tailgating you, but they're not actually tailgating you. That's how ours is. But she goes, has- I almost brake check somebody. <laughs> I said, it wouldn't have mattered because they're not that close. <laughs> I, and our- don't brake check anybody in my fucking car. Because <laughs> yeah. then it's still a hassle getting fixed. Uh, there's a, like ours has that, but it has a button. Where it turns into that, if like you have reflective, if you have, well, no, if you have like luggage and stuff and you can't see regularly, oh, you can put the camera. There's on. There's a button and oh. it, and it turns it into where the camera is, is like on the on the yeah the fin. 
or whatever. Yeah, no, I mine's camera all the time. All the time. See, our, ours is ours has an option. Oh no, I just so is mine, but the options always on. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, the camera it's such a better view. Yeah. It, oh, it's definitely a wider view. It's a wider view, and it's a clearer view, and like. <laughs> Yeah, it's just better view. Makes sense. Actually, the, you just gotta get used to it. the The thing that I've utilized, you gotta get used the, to thinking, the, "Hey, fucker, get off my back." Yeah. The thing I've utilized the most though is the AC seats. Ah, oh, fucking game changer. Yeah, those yes. are nice. You've had the car a week. Yes, and it's not been that hot. It, the, <laughs> Friday and uh, Saturday it was, was hot. It Sat- was seventy degrees. What are you talking about? Well, no. So here's the thing: I had to the AC the AC seats are a game changer. I, I, had, I had to, we got the windows tinted, so I had to keep it outside Saturday to let it bake. So even then, even though, but it was like blaring, the, the sun was just out, like not a cloud in the sky. So we got, you know, blaring, hot yeah. in there. It got about 75, 80. Taking, you know what, motherfucker? It was fucking hot. <laughs> okay, motherfucker. <laughs> no, the oh, uh, AC man. seats are awesome. They, they are, and I assume they're fairly quick because mine is super yeah. quick. Like if it's hot in the car, it's like really comfortable inside like 10 seconds. Yeah, see like, like our, our work truck has bang. it, but, but, I've, but I'm always in my Duluth like fire hose pants, so I can never feel it. It'll it's, still cool you off. Yeah, though. but like I've never sat in an AC seat with shorts on. Uh, oh yeah. my God. It's banging. Like. It's better yeah. than the heated yeah. seats. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, whoa. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the heated seats. My wife loves them. I'm not a big fan. But the cool um, seats, fucking great. Oh, yeah, just great. like feeling yeah. that that slight breeze just tickle the taint was 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 well worth it. You didn't have to go there. <laughs> I thought I would like the wireless charger where you can just set my phone, your phone on that, uh-huh. but it, it's not magnetized, so it keeps bouncing off the wireless charger, so it doesn't. Huh, it, interesting. I've, I've had trouble with the wireless charger. See, ours has like even mine has like it's like a slot where it slides in, and now it has. The wireless Android Auto and and Apple Play and stuff yeah. like that. Oh, oh the wireless Apple Car Play is awesome. The Apple World, Play. Yeah. So you guys dogged me out when I said the Apple Play was a requirement for me. I remember it. <laughs> no, I agree with you. The Apple Play to me is a total game changer because yeah. it's just like I want Google Maps. Doop, doop, yeah. doop, doop. I want Audible. I want boop, 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 yeah. boop. everything is so much better than the built-in stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I, Audible, because I know you're an Audible guy. Yeah. I, I don't know if you yeah. are, but it's it's just like it's their better interface. Yeah. Yeah, I've got you. I've I got to take my Outback in Monday to give the update because the the update is too big to do over the air so they actually have to plug in usb see to do that's that. that's the one thing i hate about those is you got to take them in to update them like that's like the old gps oh, stuff it's I mean, so that, annoying honestly that's why it. we Six got dvds that's why we yeah. got that's why we got rid of the other outback because it's everything's becoming such electronic yeah, thing so like our battery kept dying because it used to produce its own 3g signal 3g is not a thing anymore so it was just constantly trying to find that signal and it just drained the battery so huh. That's why we traded Interesting. in. Yeah, that's why we traded in because we 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 found the issue. They just had to take a fuse out, but taking the fuse out gets rid of the problem. But it also gets rid of the front two speakers and the Bluetooth like uh, speaker thing. So I was like, yeah, well, that's annoying. You want to give me twenty four thousand for this car, anyways? Yeah, have at it, and we'll just start from scratch. Plus, my one of the new car, and yes. plus, yeah. So your wife was. We were at work together on Wednesday because uh-huh. Mo and I work together, and so I get a picture from her 
a video actually mm-hmm. of her creeping her car from the office. Like, <laughs> like she goes, Oh, look at my car. Like, uh, like she's zooming in on it from her uh, office. Yeah. And I said, that's your, that's creepy. Just leave your car alone. Let your car have some moments alone. The, the, it, it is named. We have a name for the vehicle. It's Gimli. We're, we're sticking yeah, with, the, uh, with the with the, the Lord, Lord of the Rings theme. Yep. So originally yep. she... It's a beautiful car. Oh, it's yeah. It's, I haven't I like seen it, it inside of it. The color is beautiful, which is why the, everybody loved my last car because the color was allegedly beautiful, oh, but the, the ride sucked. Oh, your your slate gray was... Love that car. That was nice. car sucked. Really? Yeah, I didn't like the car. The color was nice. I've been looking at that new, uh, I'm not a big Nissan fan, but that new Nissan Xterra, or what, what's the pickup? Yeah, oh, the uh, Titan? No, 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 the small one. Oh, uh, I don't know. So Xterra is the uh, the SUV. SUV. They yeah. don't make that one anymore. Whatever their little small Frontier. The Frontier. new Nissan Frontier is awesome really? looking. Have you seen it? I've not. Man, it is cool looking. So um, Nissan Infinity are, and I've debated, the last two Infinities I've got, I've debated going back to the to the Nissan, which has very similar tech as the Infinity, and I like it. I just always end up back at the Infinities, but um, Infinity's I li- like another trim level better, basically. <clears throat> it's, yeah, it's just little, yeah, just a little. Everything's a little nicer, mm-hmm. but um, the the Nissans are nice. Man, buying a car now is so much easier than what it was just even five years ago. Why? It just online. There's no negotiation. Online, you just get fucked. See, I hate that part. Yeah, it's just like that's but, why I haven't bought a car yet. No, but what's nice is at least with with I, you know this is our third, cars back. This is our yeah. third Subaru. At least there was no like ten thousand dollar added onto it like what you saw. You know, we got a good, we got a fair trade for ours, and we got a good price and got a little bit less in sticker. And I was like, you know, what? it's easy. Like we were in and out in fifty minutes. So they're coming, they're coming down on the sticker then. So that means they're starting to catch up. Uh, it w- I mean, it wasn't much. It was like yeah, a couple, still, couple hundred bucks. Like for a while, you would have to show up, and whatever they said the price was, is what you paid, and there was absolutely yeah. zero no, negotiation there, there was, whatsoever. There was, I mean, there's not really negotiation, but there's no like astronomical like ten dollar or ten thousand dollar add on add on or forever. Yeah. There was M- no MSRP. Add on MSRP yeah. is MSRP. I'm totally fine with that. Well, I know the the manufacturers have been cracking down on. Oh yeah, they'll take licenses away. Yeah, Ford has has basically started a new system that if you get caught doing that, they immediately pull your license. Yeah, you'll, they'll strip you. You will not get a new vehicle. Yeah. yeah. They didn't. Uh, I played MS on mine. I played MSRP, but um, they gave me a couple things that were optional, like maintenance for three mm. or four years, which yeah. was great and um, and well worth it. And because I'm a repeat, I got like six grand off. That's yeah. nice. Um, so it wasn't a good deal, and in no way want to imply that. But it wasn't like a, and a like a tire, because it's still got those fucking low profile tires that every time you run flats, <laughs> you feel a bump. Yeah, it's <clears throat> ten grand for a tire. Um, so <laughs> guy goes, "You don't like these tires?" I said, "I fucking despise these tires." He goes, yeah. "What? Well, you had a flat with them?" Yeah. <laughs> All, away from here. So. So I was talking to our salesman. And, you know, with this being our third yeah. Subaru in four years, I was like, I was like, you've got to have an easy salesman job. He's like, honestly, the hardest part is selling people their first Subaru. And then after that, like people do their kind of own homework. They know what they want and they come in, they pick it out and we just get the paperwork going. Yeah. I mean, well, oh, like this one, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I told the guy, I called the yeah. guy, was talking to him about a maintenance issue, not dissimilar to you. And, and 
was talking to the sales to the and I said, Do you guys have any cars actually talking to service? Do you have any cars yet? And, yeah, we got some cars in. Can you transfer me over to the sales guy? Transfer me over to some rando sales guy mm-hmm. and just say, Tell me what you have in the QX sixty and he goes, What are you looking for? And I went, Bing, 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 bing. He says, Do you care about color? And I said, No. Not really. He says, well, we have these four cars. And I said, I'd like to test drive these two. And then that night I was out test driving those two and then said, I want this one. Yeah. And I said, tell me what the, tell me how the price works. And he told me, told me, and I said, is there, what can we negotiate? And he said, we can negotiate these three factors. Yeah. And I said, okay. Yes. I said, run my, run my credit, run my lead, you know, cause I still had a car loan. I was way ahead on it, but. And like the next day we had made a deal and I was picking up the car the next day. Yeah. Like we had a ton of equity in our, in our car. Yeah. And like the first time I actually spoke to him, like person to person yeah, was when we went there the first time, like everything was through email the whole yeah. time. It just yeah. made it easy. And yeah, like we he, texted, even was like, we're, we're hipper. Yeah. Uh, we texted. <laughs> well, that's how we, we finally switched. And then he was like, you know, what's your credit score? Like, I was like, we're fine. We're both a hundreds. Like it is what it is, you know? What's the price on this? How much of the trade? That? Cool. All right. We'll come see you in a couple hours when she gets off work. Yeah. And then, like, even test It was remarkably thing. easy. When you're a repeat customer, it's remarkably yeah, yeah. easy. Yeah. yeah. So. But yeah. I like this car a lot better. Yeah. you you. I know you said you like that one, but that color, whew, that's slate gray. If 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 Subaru made a, that color, I would I would do that. Car drove like shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to talk about this uh, cigar situation that happened in the NCAA the other day? Yeah, tell us a little more about this. If you give me some facts, that would be awesome. Yeah. Yes. So, let me pull up my any-dandy iPad since uh, Mark can't believe I'm with Apple right here. You not only have Apple, but you have an Apple Pencil. I lost my Apple Pencil. Oh, I know where it's at, but I can't get to it. I have an Apple Pencil. I bought a new iPad this weekend. Where's yeah. it at? It's under, so it's in my garage. It's under the uh, shelves, and I've got to like pull a bunch of stuff out to get to it. It's not lost. Do you help you? It's not lost. You know where no, it is. No, you got to unpack a bunch of stuff. <laughs> I know where it's at. It's not lost. It's just out of reach. I can come moment. help you. No, it's fine. I I can get there. It's just I've got to like pull a bunch of boxes out and do a bunch of stuff. So I don't use the pencil that often. Okay, so I use the pencil. I like it. Yesterday, the NCAA suspended Ferris State University head football coach Tony Aness for a future playoff game after two of his players lit up victory cigars in a smoke-free locker room after the team secured back-to-back Division II national titles this past December. The championship game between Ferris State and Colorado School of Mines took place at McKinney ISD Stadium, a high school football stadium located outside of Dallas, which has a strict anti-tobacco policy. In addition to the suspension, Ferris State was also fined $2,500 by the NCAA and charged roughly $15,000 by McKinney ISD for cleaning and repairs to the locker room. Uh, this is the second fine. Uh, he's been fined before, once in 2021. The school won its first na- national championship, so back-to-back on this one. Um, so first of all, congratulations, back-to-back yes. national Yeah, that's a big deal. Is, is a big deal. So, so the thing where it gets into... Um, the NCAA fined him because it was in a strict non-tobacco thing. But then every year you got to go back to say 2019, Joe Burrow lit up on the couch after the national championship between yep. Tennessee and Alabama every year. I don't know if they smoke thing. in the locker room there. I think they smoke on the field generally in the Alabama, but those are yeah. still strict. No, but in this, yeah. every, every place where 
those championships have been held have the same rules for the stadium, strict anti-tobacco policy at the stadiums. The only difference is one was division one, one, one was division two and no one was fined at the division one. We level. don't know that people weren't actually fined for that. Well, no, I mean, same in the article I'm reading, oh, nobody in division one the was school? the school or the coaches were not, were not fined. See, I thought the school had to pay for that. So, so he was suspended for a future playoff game. So, but, so did he smoke a cigar? No, two of his players did. That's BS. So, so <clears throat> do we know that Alabama and Tennessee and LSU were not fined for um, for the article says that per the article it says the same situation happened where players were smoking at the stadium that has the same policies. Because to me, I've I've not, and maybe they do smoke in the locker room in the Alabama Tennessee games. I know that they do smoke at those stadiums. It's so, on the field. It's on the field. Those are Alabama Tennessee. It's a long held tradition in Alabama mm-hmm. Tennessee. I'd like to throw out the Alabama Tennessee discussion because it is accepted in that. It, right. It, that's a. That's a. And it's their facility. It's their facilities. It's a long held tradition. Right. And to be honest with you, that is so is here, really out of the NCAA's purview right. in that so, conversation. Okay. So, here, so since it's, you just said, let me let me finish reading this. In each of these instances, no fines or suspensions were handed out to the teams or players involved. Though the NCAA policy strictly prohibits the use of tobacco during practices and games for all athletes across all sports and divisions. Additionally, each of the stadiums in question also have strict anti-tobacco policies. The main difference in these were Division One teams playing at professional and collegiate venues yeah. versus state versus Fair State Division Two program. But the but the stadiums itself have the same policies, sure. and the NCAA has the same policy. Sure. So the only difference is one was Division One, one was Division Two. Well, and that's where the article has drawn the line. I think that's the not Al- the only difference. It's not the only difference. Alabama Tennessee is a long held tradition, so I'm going to throw Alabama Tennessee out, and not just because I'm an Alabama fan, but <laughs> but, but because it's a long held tradition in that rivalry that the winner smokes cigars. Mm-hmm. So the fact is, in that rivalry, it is um, it's grandfathered in, and and yeah. it's on the field. Now, if it's in the locker room. Um, <clears throat> It's their facility. It doesn't it's their, matter. Their facilities, and it doesn't matter. But what? what <clears throat> so shouldn't even if they still have a no policy? I, I just it doesn't. But matter. they have exemptions for that game. I, I think. I it, don't think. I don't think they. The people who they do. I think whoever wrote the article is trying to stir up shit between Division One and feel, yeah. make you feel like the Ferris State is being picked on here, and maybe they are. The Joe Burrow one is a much. That's different. Is a much different example. So I'm throwing out Alabama, Tennessee, because I'm wanting to do an apples for apples comparison. Yes. So there was also, they smoked cigars this year at the uh, championship game that was um, Georgia and um, TCU. TCU. Thank Mm -hmm. you. They smoked cigars on the field for that. There's a difference between smoking cigars on the field because you don't have to clean it as compared to the locker room. Um, I understand the cleaning of the locker room thing because smoke, you know, whatever. Although one cigar or two cigars in a locker room, I mean, just at, at most, if everybody on the team smoked, you'd have ninety cigars lit That'd up. That'd be a time. lot of fucking. That's cigars. a lot of smoke. Yeah, especially if, in a hawk in a locker room. room. If yeah. everybody right. did it, but not everybody's going to do it. Right. That'd the high a, school facility. The fact that they're playing at a high school facility changes things, right? 
Yeah, because it's smaller, it's um, right. less ventilated. And with the national championship that they're not in their own facility, right? So, like, in, in Alabama, Tennessee, they smoke in their own locker rooms. It, they they are, do, yep. You know, right? They're not going to charge their own team to well, even to if they do, But if it's, it's, still in it's, the, it, it's still in the NCAA bylaws where you can't do it, why does it make a difference? Where's the, where's the rub between Division One, Division Two? I don't think it's a Division One, Division Two. It's a rivalry thing. It's the yeah. it's between Alabama and Tennessee. They sort it out. It's their problem. The NCAA just doesn't step in because it's between Alabama and Tennessee, and because it's between Alabama and Tennessee, just it's sort of an unwritten rule that whoever wins smokes cigars, and just if it's if you win on the road, so if Alabama beat Tennessee this year, which they didn't. Um, they would smoke it, it at Neyland and it yeah, would be vice done. versa. Right. And it's just, just part an of the deal. Thing. Yeah. It's an understood thing. But it's on the field. <clears throat> it's on the field. If it's in it's the totally locker different. room and it's been in the locker room forever, then it's just part of the deal. So I don't I don't compare those two. Right. Joe Burrow smoking at the national championship inside is comparable. Yeah. Um, and I'm not sure why he wasn't fined and they weren't fined. Listen, the the deal sounded like to me, first of all, it's a high school facility. Second of all, they did it the first year. They were told to knock it off. And yeah. then the second year, they did it the same thing. And then the reason he was suspended was they did knock it off. And so yeah. um, I don't know if uh, Coach O and LSU were told to knock it off. You don't tend to see a lot of smoking cigars at national championship games in locker rooms. Joe Burrow... It, he kind of set the... He kind of... He really? set the tradition. Yeah. And yeah. so the fact is, it may be a reaction to Joe Burrow now followed up yeah. by this, seeing this ripple effect and them wanting yeah. to cut Stop that out. It. Yeah, And so <clears throat> it's hard really to tell what the, the NCAA is fucking evil. I think we can all agree on that. <laughs> it's We've talked about it numerous times. We have. You've, you've got so, IOC, uh, uh, FIFA, FIFA, and NCAA. IOC, um, and then uh, NCAA. And so uh, conceptually, it's really, it's really hard to read into this without them um, sort of answering the question as to why the escalation and why not the others, and they won't answer that. So, well, here, so since the, you, you, throw, you throw a stone into the bond, you're going to have multiple ripples. This, I think this is the stone where next year is going, I think you'll probably see some, some, some crackdowns, some crackdowns on stuff, some some fines, maybe some stuff like that. I would be interested to see if they try to fuck with the Alabama Tennessee tradition. I don't think they will. I don't think they will. That would be you'd have to have some balls to to mess with. I that. think they may whisper to them quietly, "Don't smoke in the locker rooms, leave it on the field," and they may tell CBS, "Hey, don't, don't show, show it on television." Yeah, um, those would be the two things that I would be surprised wouldn't be surprised if they did. Quit showing it on television. Yeah. Um, because the fact is, if you quit showing it on television, then kids are going to quit seeing it, meaning other 19, 20-year-olds who would be in a situation to smoke. Um, so, but I mean, it's, um, it's, I mean, how many kids so, are in place to win a natty? Where I have a problem with this is the coach wasn't smoking. So for him to get a suspension, I don't think is right because he didn't can't suspend the he, kids. He didn't but here, here's the thing: the coach is the leader of the group. He yeah, had, but he may not have even known they had them. It, it's one of those things that doesn't matter. It's it, not when there's it's completely different. When there's issues with In the NCAA, if a kid gets caught doing something he's not supposed to, they don't suspend the coach. Reggie Bush but with here, taking money, uh, the school 
loses the national championship because of that because they were paying him. And where but did if Reggie was just taking money from an outside source and not the school, they would have never had a penalty. And where or did any, and any where did problems. the coach go? The coach left. Yeah, but that's because he was paying the kid. But also, this isn't the first. This isn't the first. The first time. I understand, but the coach may not have even known it was going on. He didn't provide them the cigars. Like it should be on the student. They should be suspended for games. And if they have an NIL yeah, I mean, deal, then you can find them, right? If there's no NIL money, yeah, then you probably can't. There's no NIL, so there is. I mean, if it, there if, is in D two. It's small, but there is. Maybe um, if anything, a cigar shop should. Also, too, we don't know if they're underage. Right. That's that's and, I, and the I'm going to say I'm also going to say since they weren't named, they would be probably a minor, probably underage. Yeah. So, um, but I don't think the coach should get a fine and suspension for that. I Possibly think, the school, but not not the coach. It's well, I don't think that's right. Well, and the the school got fined. Yeah. Yeah. School got fined. So. Yeah. I don't know. It's one of those things where like you're the leader of the group, so. It's one of those things where shit shit rolls uphill when it comes but to this kind of thing. You're also talking about schools that make millions of dollars for the NCAA and a school that costs the NCAA money, right? Like it's two very different things. Yeah. No, so, it's it, yeah. I don't it, think it's right. It's the way they did it. It's. I don't have a problem with suspending the kids for a game. It's one of those things where, like, if you're going to bust them he out on this, was warned though. They were warned. If you're going to bust them out on this, you, you, they, they, they need to. I don't want them to. I don't care. Here's the thing: if the facility says we are, we're non-smoking, then don't do it. We already have shit up yeah. against us, so just follow that rule. Like, it fucking sucks where we can't go to Dickie Stevens and have cigars in the beer garden anymore. But like, I'm not going to fucking light one up just because I want to. It's one of those things. Yeah, it is what it is. But like, when you've been told once already. You know, don't do it, and you do it again. Here's the, the other thing. thing you but they, they have to – then if they're doing this, if they're cracking down on D1 or D2, they're going to have to crack down on D1, and I think they will this year. It'll be interesting to see. Because what you also don't know is what was said to LSU, mm-hmm. and you don't yeah. know what was said to Alabama and Tennessee. Because they very well may say, we have a strict non-smoking ban, but we're just – Follow these rules, and we'll let you smoke in this situation. And I could see the NCAA giving them some sort of uh, fine, and they just pay it, right? It's worth it to Alabama and Tennessee to do it, right? They don't yeah. care. Right. Or like a booster is going to pay for Joe Burrow to, to smoke his cigar in the locker room. They don't <clears> care about that fee. So the problem with this is they're trying to create a Division two, Division right. one. There's completely different. It's amateur football in yeah. Division two, And so the fact is... And it's not at Division One. Like, let's just be honest. It's amateur. Amateur am, Division One is amateur. <clears throat> division Division One is professional football. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So understand it's, un, it's unpaid amateurism. Right. Not anymore. Right. Well, I'm saying it's straight it's, across. But the it's board. a different. It's a different level. Yeah. Like like a whole magnitude level, different. And so you do. And the other thing is because we were reading an article online, you'd have no idea what was said to LSU. Mm-hmm. or to Alabama and Tennessee. They very well met. It may be more than a wink and a nod to say this is okay. It, there may be people who tell them, this is okay, just do this, yeah. and we will. there'll be no problems. Like in the Alabama-Tennessee, which is why I'm taking that one out of the context. Right. There may be the facility owners on both Facilities may say, we know there's a strict no tobacco policy, but as long as you keep it on the field, we're not going to have any problems with this. And the NCAA may not like that, and they may have come down and said that, and then the facility people may have said, 
go back to fucking Indianapolis because <laughs> yeah. we're not going to have any of this. This is SEC football. Yeah. You like our checks, so shut the fuck up and go back. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> that all could have been said, and then it's it's a done deal, and yeah. I don't care about it anymore. Now, in the LSU situation, you just don't know what was said to Yeah, them, you have no clue. Right? I thought they got a fine for that one. I thought they did. I think it's possible. So I'm, 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 I'm and let's it. be honest, LSU it didn't win back-to-back natties. Right. And so they may say, don't do it again. And then the next and time. they did do it, yeah. Right. They, they took care of that by not winning the next national <laughs> championship, which I thought was very strategic of that. Well, LSU had other issues to deal with at the time because they had a bunch of sexual assault allegations yeah. against players, and that's why Coach O isn't there anymore. But uh, reading the hyperlinks on. Well, I thought it was because they didn't win. Well, <laughs> unfortunately, that's what it goes down as. But not, again, as being the leader of the team, you got to know what, what is the whole going on. Follow? Yeah. See, that's a different situation with two players doing it. It again, it'd be different if the whole team was doing it or if the coach was doing it. Right. But for two players to go and do it, like that coach could have been out of that locker room already and had no clue that they were even in there. I think back-to-back years is probably what triggered that. That is was, what triggered it, yeah. Right. It was warned and then told not to do it, and then... But he could have told his kids, hey, don't do, don't the, do this again, and they just show up and do it anyway. Right. Figuring he wouldn't get in trouble. Right. I understand the reason, which is the warning, and then they were probably told, if you do this again, you're going to get suspended yeah. for a playoff game. I just don't agree with the coach. It's kind of like one of those things, like, you we you played football. Mm-hmm. If somebody, like the the coach I played under... The person who fucked up didn't have to do the punishment. Everybody else on the team had to do the punishment. Sure. What? Peer pressure. Mm-hmm. Like so, you just stand there and watch while everybody else runs? The person who did. Who oh, did, no. Yeah. And that, and then it becomes a self-policing issue. No, we we all had to run. And all then whoever, run. whoever did the thing had to run more. <laughs> no. But we all got punished. Sure. No, we everybody got punished minus the person who did the fuck up because he had to sit there and watch. Everybody else pay for his crime. Mm. So I don't, I don't like that. Yeah. I think without, so I think the article was written without like a lot of facts. Yeah. It was written to stir stuff up. It was written to stir stuff up. Also it was reading, I'm, I'm reading the article from cigar aficionado. So it's going to have a bias for cigars, for cigars. Right. The fact is if he was told that there was no cigar smoking in that situation, then the thing the three of us agree on, he was warned, yeah. no cigar smoking. Mm-hmm. The three of us agree on this. Yeah. Then there's no cigar smoking. Absolutely. We agree on that. Yeah. There's like, we have not, we do not smoke cigars in Dickie Stevens again because we were told there was no cigar smoking. Yeah. We follow the rules. Yeah. But um, the question really is to me is the Joe Burrow situation. Um, and I, without knowing more about the Joe Burrow situation, like where are their fines, it's hard yeah. to make a ju- judgment on that. There were, sm- I know there were cigars smoked at this year's Natty, mm-hmm. um, and I just don't know what what was done with that, it, whether it was only on the field. To me, there is a difference between smoking on the field. There's a ton of people on the field, including mm-hmm. kids. It's not a great place to smoke cigars yeah. um, just because of that, but it's open at least. Um, it is, you know, it's a weird place to smoke, but okay. Yeah, I mean, it's like at, at uh, Arrowhead, uh, Chiefs. Smoked after winning the conference championship, going to the Super Bowl, and again at the Super Bowl. So I agree with the great Steve McMichael when he said after the Bears won the NFC Championship, Mondo McMichael, Mondo McMichael, 
don't fucking touch it. It's not our goal. <laughs> don't celebrate it. Don't don't touch it. It's not our goal. It's like it's like going before you play for the uh, Stanley Cup. Don't like, touch. Don't it. touch the, the. Don't touch it. Nobody the, touch it. We don't celebrate. That's not our goal. Yeah. I just agree with that. We don't light up cigars now. This is not our goal. Yep. But it did. Like we've talked about it a couple of shows ago. Like that burrow incident really set off like the whole trend that is like a trend after championships because, because oh it was after the national championship like people were having cigars that like were not no, no business not cigar smokers to yeah. his credit yes. he was somewhat competent around cigars yeah yeah he smokes cigars regularly yeah yeah he was somewhat competent you couldn't really but he didn't look uncompetent no well, I don't what's know. interesting is during his college career he, he was also like smoke 26 cigars, <laughs> and then he couldn't smoke cigars and then he could again <laughs> right because where he moved yeah the uh the the kelsey uh brothers um talked about that uh jason talked about how he tried to recruit him to cincinnati both as a high school kid and mm-hmm. then when he transferred out of ohio state and then then he said at the end uh yeah you made a good call going to lsu <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's for the record. I'm just seeing clips from their podcast. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. It is the great, greatest sports podcast out there, I believe. Uh, yeah. It's really, it's really good. good. I, I, what about the greatest? It's you know, good. It's the number one sport. Greatest, I don't know. We'll argue with that, but it is it is the number one sports podcast out yeah. there. So Very funny. But like I, so the, the week that we were gone for our trip, like I missed the whole week of Levitard. I was so far behind. I actually haven't listened to it all since I got back at all. So it's like, fuck, maybe I don't know if I'm not. You're done. I'm, I don't want to say I'm done. It's just like, done, done. It, like I, I started right back in the middle of March Madness. So it was kind of a weird time to start. But like I found another podcast that I've been blowing through, which had a backlog of four years. So I've been listening to the that. straight cut. No, no, it, <laughs> it's, called, it's called dungeon and dungeons and daddies. Oh, so Jesus. It's, I've been listening to those. It sounds I, dirty, doesn't it? So what's funny is <laughs> it's like, not, it's a bunch of nerds. So it's, it says, <laughs> there's not, so it, many jokes and says, I'm just pulling them all right back inside even, me. Even on their, like they, they're the show, like Dungeons and Daddies, not a BDSM podcast, but sometimes is kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, it's just funny. Nice. Yeah. I'm glad you're enjoying that. But that and Audible, just listen to that. In fact, last week, though, I was able to have the uh, shop doors open, so I was actually able to listen to some music, 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 and not stuff I just had downloaded on the phone. Yeah. So we're we're getting to the point where I, oh, okay, I can listen to music again with the shop doors open. Nice. Yep. It's getting to be spring. I sat outside this morning and smoked a cigar. So did you guys talk about the high school football deal that you sent us? Yeah, we did last week. A little bit, yeah. The championship. We're trying to figure out, um, and I still don't, I still don't have any. What happened that caused yeah. that bill to be proposed? What was the bill again? I don't. I don't the bill was all of it. if a public school met a private school okay. in the championship. The That's public right. school won Delphine. No matter well, if the public school wins, obviously state so, championship, and if the private school wins, the public school is still state champion. Where the issue comes in in the state of Arkansas is recruiting. Yep. Right. So the private schools are allowed to recruit. Um, they bring in students from out of the country and other states to come here specifically to go to those private schools. Sure. And they pay them for that. They And they do in all states. Right. So in Illinois, what they do, how many classes are there in Arkansas? Seven. Seven, Seven. yeah. 
Well, technically there, six. Because there, there's not a There are eight in Illinois. There are eight right. classes in Illinois. There used to be six when I was there, but there are eight now. And so what they do is when they cla- classify private schools, they give them a multiplier of their enrollment by 1.6 to make up for that. Oh, interesting. And so schools like um, Joliet Catholic, where Mike Allstott went, or schools so like... they play a conference ahead. They'll play a, a group or two up, up depending yeah. on how big they are. Um, and so, and there's still a lot of bitterness between public and private schools. Mm-hmm. And listen, um, a private school that takes athletics seriously, like Pulaski Academy, will always have a, a huge advantage. And, and public schools who play them in the playoffs, will, and there'll be a lot of whiny parents. Yeah. High school sports. Let's just yeah. be let's just be aware of it. There yep. are parents who will be bent out of shape about Absolutely. every single fucking thing. We talked last week about how parents uh, of a lot of students are just are, the worst. Are the worst. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we even talked about, like little league. It's that's crazy. We, that's what we we touched on too. And <clears throat> yeah, and uh, you played high school sports. I yeah. played. He played, um, and I, I I said you know I've. So I've been around a lot of those parents. My parents were awesome. And I, I imagine your parents were great as well because um, they didn't put a lot of pressure on me. They just yeah. enjoyed it. They allowed me to enjoy it. They participated with me, yeah. um, you know, and my dad and mother were awesome. But um, uh, there were so many parents that were just totally shitty. And I said it tended to be the players who were not very good. Yeah. Because they wanted their kid to be better. Right. Especially in golf. Yeah. It's well, always yeah. the guy who was struggling. Right. It's just always the guy who was struggling. You yeah. go, I don't know why you care. Well, and the parents much. always think that the kid is better than they are. 100%. Yeah. It's like I, I, calling games for how many years did I do it? 17, 18 years, something like that. Like, I got onto the nerves of certain parents. And oh, I, I had no issues of you know, calling it how it was like, you know, 99.9% of the players on this field on either side, like their, their career ends yeah. after their senior year. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like Bryant is five time defending state championship in seven, a the hall, the biggest you can go in Arkansas. We have had one D one player, one player go to a D one school and it was to Princeton who doesn't offer sports scholarships. So even then, yeah. it's even with an asterisk. So it's just like, you know, he's playing football for Princeton, but he's going for academic, a- academic, ac- academics. They don't offer sports scholarships at Princeton. Uh, I think in any of the Ivy, they do at Harvard. Do they Harvard? Mm-hmm. I know at Princeton they didn't because that, and that's something I learned this year during the NCAA tournament because Princeton made a they were the Cinderella team and yeah, like they were saying they got like all these players. None of them. Do are, they offer them academic scholarships so they're not athletic scholarships to get around that? I mean, maybe. Do they, uh, are they bound by they not having job stuff? I mean, I know like the guy who went now to I'm play. The, the guy who went to go play, he went. I mean, he was a great offensive tackle, like one of the best in the state. Like he could have gone and played wherever he wanted with a sports uh, scholarship. But you wanted the academic. But he chose. Yeah, he chose yeah. Princeton for. I'm just wondering how he pays it because Princeton's not. Inexpensive, I got to believe. Yeah. No. Oh, no. So I imagine he got some financial help. Yeah, he, he got academic scholarship. Right. Yeah. So I wonder if that's how they get around that. Because a, a lot of those schools um, uh, work around being able to say that by 
other way means. Right? Yeah, they get those guys scholarships and funding other ways. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I and I, I don't, don't bemoan that because when you do college athletics along with um, school, school, it's a it's, yeah. a, it's two full time jobs. Yeah, yeah I, d- I, not, I don't know that much about the scholarship stuff because the the school that I that was looking at me was an HBCU school, and it's a little differently than than the bigger D1s and D2s. Like you, they realized you weren't. Well, yes, but HB, you, <laughs> yes, right? But you, but UAPB was the school that was that I was looking at. Okay, I was just checking. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure they realized you weren't HB. So the guy who who I trained under and played under, that's where he went to go play, and we worked out together, and I took his position. He would, and we always did drills and stuff together, and he was teaching me, and I was like, I'm just gonna follow him, and you know, still get college and stuff like that. But then got hurt, couldn't play, and so on and so on, but yeah, that's as far as my okay. collegiate career went. Was Fascinating. That. Yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm going to ponder that and blurt out something later that will be inappropriate. <laughs> what were you going to go to school for? Um, football. <laughs> Play foosball. Uh, I don't know. I was honestly, I was uh, probably. Probably, probably, uh, like I wanted to be an English lit teacher. Yeah. So. Okay. You wanted to be a poet, and he didn't even know it. Oh, I knew it. <laughs> I knew it all right. <laughs> I listened to three musical albums uh, this past week. That's what I was going to ask if you would have done theater. Yeah, that's I what I really would have thought you would have said. I don't know. School. I don't know if they. I mean, I, I assume, but this was twenty <laughs> years ago. I'm assuming they had a theatrics program. I don't. I don't know, but yeah, I would have done. Something like that, but like uh, uh, the rep is now showing um, Little Shop of Horrors, mm-hmm. yeah. And I, re- I really want to go see that, but I listen to some, to that soundtrack. I listen to Rent, which is my favorite mm-hmm. Broadway show. And then what else did I listen to? I don't know if it's technically a Broadway show, but I listen to uh, uh, Lord of the Dance. It's not a lot of music or I don't vocals, know. but yeah, it's, I don't know. But it's I don't know if it would be officially kind of a Broadway show, but yeah, I don't know. Isn't that like just dancing? This is, yeah, it's just Irish dancing. Right. So how do you listen? Oh, I guess you listen to the soundtrack. Yeah, it's just soundtrack. Yeah. That's... <laughs> so, so here's the thing. Like, just sound I, know, I, like, I like it. I don't. I love. <laughs> so one of my Pandora channels that's always in my top three is Celtic music. I yeah. love Celtic oh, music. Yeah. It's like, it's like, like tonight I'll probably go home and listen to Celtic music to wind down. I love. I love Celtic music. Oh, it's the best. So just, just give me a, a tin whistle. A violin, yeah, like a, a drum, anything with a fiddle in it, I'm cool with too. Yeah. Like that guy we saw in concert. Yeah, show got way better when he broke the fiddle out. All right, it did. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it was the first three or four songs. We're going, what in the fuck? Yeah. Who is this? And dude? then the fiddle rolls out in any place called Colin Baton Rouge, and we're like going, okay, okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now we're in. <laughs> so since this is going to be the first week where we change our timetables. This week, I'm going to three concerts in an eight-day period. You're going to go see... Oh, my God. Like, my body is going to be like, what the fuck are you doing to me? Yes, I'm going to one on the, the first, the third, and the eighth. Nice. So, what do you see? What are they? Uh, the first is Under Oath, um, a band called Loathe, which is really, really good, and Perelfi. And then the third is Hawthorne Heights and... Some other emo band, 
And then the eighth is four deathcore bands that are just like the shit right now, specifically Lorna Shore. So it's like, uh, it's all music nice. that you don't care about. Right. Well, Under Oath is good. Yeah, Under Oath, but like Lorna Shore specifically. Deathcore, Will, I don't know that I would enjoy that. Will Ramos. The people out there who, who know Deathcore know who Will Ramos is. He's got he's got some vocals. He got some, the people who don't. He's got some fucking pipes on him. Okay. So, yeah. But yes, that is my uh, fucking just bam, 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 bam. And they're nice. all at the hall, so I'm actually finally going to the hall. Nice. Check that out. I've been there a couple times now. It's nice. Oh, have okay. you? Yeah. Saw somebody's a couple. They're, boy, they're, they got some people cycling through the hall. That whole place is taken. Have up. you seen what the prices for the Jason Isbell concert is? Yes, I did. It is unfucking real. Yeah, it's like two hundred and seventy dollars at the ticket. hall. At the hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So we were. I was going to get Paula tickets, and we were going to go. Um, Paula and I go, um, and it is. It's stupid. For standing room, just yeah, just they don't jay. have chairs. Yeah. yeah. Well, they it do was, in the mezzanine, but the mezzanine sold out quick. Well, they have some chairs there. Yeah. Just if you don't get there like super early, you're not getting a seat. Yeah. Now so, you can sit in the handicapped area. Yeah. They do have a handicap area you can sit down. Yeah. So I looked and Paul's not a big Jason Isbell fan. She subscribes to the Aaron theory that he's depressing. And <laughs> it's um, not a theory. It's a, it's no, a fact. Your theory. And um and so and then I was like, nope. Uh, not at that price. That's nope. man. Well, that's right. a so, small so place the, to see him, which would be really cool. So yeah, that would be the, cool. That's the premium. Spot that's only left. They it's like one twenty nine. Yeah, they're they're basic. The base. Yeah, the basic ones went pretty for fast. One hundred thirty bucks. Yeah, that's still high for a GA yeah. standing room only. Yeah, when I was gonna drag my wife along and she was gonna be <laughs> unhappy. Yeah, Hawthorne Heights is thirty four dollars. Yeah, so I saw Cadillac Three just announced a new tour and they're not coming. They're going to Mountain Home. They're not coming to Little Rock. Yeah, I saw that too. I'm upset about that. Man, yeah, what, what venues in Mountain Home? I don't know. I think it's like an outdoor. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Small. I don't spend a lot of time up there. Yep. So how about these cigars? Since we're all rumbling. Is that is that your first ones? No. What are you smoking now? Uh, a La Creme. <laughs> oh, okay. I was about to say, I was like, God, you've been milking that one. Yeah, no, I'm done with mine. <laughs> so for the record, it is Steve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my, my second. No, it was delicious, and it is done. Yep. I love the cigar. Uh, again, did you talk about your hole in one? Yes. So <clears throat> I, I start charging believe. for this. I got to start charging for <laughs> golf lessons. This guy's just so getting first three hole in ones believe, over here. I, I don't believe it. Bro, I'm telling you, he did it. Um, I don't care. I don't. Here's I, what I want to know. I have had more people what say. What did he have to do for you that <laughs> caused you to lie for this? I would not. I would not. I was as surprised as you were. I've had more so, people say, like, I can't, I've been playing for X amount of years, like what you and Coach were talking yeah. about. I played for X amount of years. I've never so, hit one. Yep. Coach Jay's mother is in the Kentucky Golf Hall of Fame. Jay is a good golfer. I am a good golfer. And so, and we've, we, we figured, figured you had between 130 years, 140 years, 130 years between the three, the three of three us. Of you? Yeah. One hole in one. <laughs> and this fucker. Fourteen and a half months. Fourteen and a half months. <laughs> Which we we um, we all, you know, questioned. It was something else. Um, but once again, a hole in one is pure not pure luck, but there's a large factor of luck in it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What's crazy about it is so it's a, it was a nine hole course. So we played it once, and on the first night he was afraid of losing all of his golf balls 
because they only give you a few. Which, for the record, is a legitimate fear. Legitimate. And because, because you could lose golf balls left and right on this place. Yeah, that's where you I mean, it was rough. <laughs> you know what I mean. Right. It, it, there were a lot of places you could lose a golf ball. And I didn't think it would be. I didn't think it'd be that bad because the holes are so short. But there, there were like you, you have no leeway. It was either you made the four, fairway yeah. of the green or you're in the fours. Well, there's there wasn't a lot of fairway, right? So I mean, you basically have no bailout. Okay, there weren't a lot of bunkers, so it was like the green complex, and then immediately drop off or wilderness. <laughs> yeah, just, so there's the, no the bailout forest. room, right? So you either hit the green or you don't, or you lose a ball. Like okay. that was it. And so this whole is at the very top in the very back section of the golf course, and you hit down. I mean, it was 60, 70 feet down probably um, to the sure. point where you're riding the brakes all the way down the cart path to get to the green. It's okay. that steep. Okay. And uh, let me tell you, the driving, <laughs> there was a few times where I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> okay. It was rough. Um, but so the first time we go around, he didn't hit a, he didn't hit one on that hole. He's like, I'll just drop wherever you go. So I just hit one. I hit it on the green. No, it was a good shot, right? I was really happy with it. I was like, mm -hmm. this is perfect. Well, so then the second time around. No, first go around, I did hit one. No, not on that hole you didn't. I'm pretty sure I did. Mm -mm. You dropped with me. See, this is what makes me question the okay. whole one. No. So the second time around, he's standing up on the tee, and I could tell I hit two because there was a group in front of us, and they were taking forever. Yeah. So I hit two. And one was really good Just on the to green. waste some time. Both of them were on the green. One was a little closer than the other one. And um, he, I could see him kind of like debating if he wanted to hit or not. And so I was like, just hit one. Like, we're almost done. Just hit it. And so he walks up and he puts it down and he hits it. And as soon as he hit it, I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. And the thing's just dropping, dropping, dropping. Boom. Hits the green. Bounces backwards. Hits the flagstick. Drops right in the hole. And the guys are coming off the next tee box. We're standing right by the green watching it. So it Why wasn't just it me there. backwards? Because uh, he hit a, a sand wedge from 130 yards with a 70-foot drop. So the thing had a, just a ton of backspin. Okay. So it hit maybe like, what, four or five feet past no, was, the hole? No. So I actually had – Maybe actually, it was three feet. Uh, I, think it was, I think it was about 16 inches. I took a, I took nah, a picture of it. It was a little further than that, I, I took think. a picture of it. Anyway, it hit, it hit the green, bounced backwards, hit the pin, and went right in the hole. Just hit and dropped. So you can see the... I couldn't believe it. The divot. That's probably less than two feet. Probably 16 inches. Yeah, maybe. 16, 18 inches. Yeah. It was something else. I couldn't believe it when he did it. And then bought... I could not believe it. Then bought a round of drinks for everybody. And there we go. But there was only five of us. Yeah, true. <laughs> so it's not like he, you know, shelled out 200 bucks. And honestly, the guy didn't even charge me for any of the beer. No, he didn't, which was nice. <laughs> Yeah. It was, was it really the first hole in one that's ever been made on that hole? On that hole, that's what he said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That seems unlikely, doesn't it? <laughs> well, the the way the green was shaped, it does it's not conducive for it. It doesn't like feed back to the hole. And it's just like and it's the It was, a, it was the biggest green on the on the it, course I mean, probably it was, too. And it, yeah, it was a big it was the longest it was the longest the longest green and longest it was hole. All longest hole and it was definitely the highest. It's sandwich. So it can't be that long of a hole. Well, no, it's yards? a 70 yard drop, though, or 70 foot drop. But okay. yeah, it's 100, 125 or 130 How long yards. Has the course been open? Six weeks? No, they've uh, been open in like a year, I think he no, said. I think he said nine months. It, so maybe. It, it changed names. So it was open, I think he said like three and a half years, something like that. 
Hmm. Because it, it That's was, a long time for no hole in one. It was just black iguana, and then it changed to west. Or no, it was west, west black iguana. It was it was West Bay, and then it changed to black iguana. Okay. Yeah, but they had they had another guy in there that um, had a hole in one on the first hole and holds the course record of like was it like 30, 20, 31? No, it was like twenty something. Twenty seven. Yeah, a twenty seven on that course. Wow, that's a good number. <laughs> that's a hell of a number. <laughs> but like, yeah. I mean, it was it was fun. It was we definitely thought it was going to be easier than it was because we were huffing and a puffing. Yeah, we're both really out of shape, but uh, it was super hilly. I could not have walked that golf course. Absolutely not. No, there's no way. I we had it to was walk, crazy. We, I had to walk some of the, like I had to walk some of the cart path just because we couldn't get up the hill with both of us in it. Well, so this asshole on one <laughs> hole hits a shot and it hits a. Uh, like a wooden stair thing and runs down the hill and goes back to the hole below that's probably 40 <laughs> feet below us. And I had to trek all the way back down there and go get his golf ball. It's on the other green. Because he couldn't go get it? <laughs> oh, no, because I had just walked up that hill. He had that- just walked up because the cart wouldn't make it up because it was so steep it wouldn't make it up with the two of us in the cart. And I told oh. him, I was like, I'm not going to that- I'm not gonna get that ball. <laughs> like, that, that was just gone. Because it was... Because it was too much to go get it. Yeah, and this was like the third hole. I was like, "Well, I guess I'm going. I guess I'm going to get that one because you're not going to make it." Yeah, yeah. It was a fun course, so I'm glad we it went and did like- it. Uh, to see him hit a hole in one, I'm, I'm. So I've had two, but I'm still super jealous that he did it so quickly. Yeah, but congratulations. I mean, I, mean, I honestly, he I, described it as he he hit a poor shot. So you're saying he didn't hit a poor shot? No, he hit a good shot. Why no, do you say it's a poor? I just shot? say it's poor. No, oh, I was, I was. I didn't originally want to hit because he hit such a good shot before. And it's like, I'm just going to drop where you, where you are because it was, it was fine. But then like yeah. I had that inner turmoil and I was like, yeah, <laughs> like, let me hit it. I still, don't we should have recorded it. I know. And I, I, even, and I, I even still said, because I thought it was going to be, because he, there's one shot that he have on, he has on his Instagram that has like 12,000 views of me just, yeah. Just shanking one far to sure, the left. Sure, that's 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 right. more likely. So I was <laughs> thinking that doesn't seem deep fake yes, to me. So yeah. I was thinking like, if anything, this will just be a horrible fail as I shoot this into the forest of Honduras. But shooting eh. chili peppers up Lee Jansen's ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to book your plane ticket for Friday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's uh, that's yeah. my favorite movie, by the way. I love that movie, Tin Cup. Yeah, it's the best golf rom-com in the world <laughs> yeah definitely is it the only golf rom-com no what's another golf rom-com rom caddyshack is, could, that, is that rom-com no that's a comedy you could say the legend of bagger vance is a rom-com is that comedy though i don't because I, I fear that's a drama there's not much funny about yeah that. no there's funny there's funny to that you, there's, there's, so maybe if you don't know golf, the jokes are probably more golf centric than most. There's would be. He, there's humor in that, like how Mark and I use humor in uncomfortable situations. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> yes. that one's probably not a rom com yes. then, huh? Yes. The uh, yeah, my problem. Right. I mean, it's uh, yeah, it's just the golf is a little unrealistic. Happy Gilmore. It is. Yeah. H- Happy Gilmore. That's a rom com. Yeah. Yeah. More comedy than rom, but. <laughs> why is it why is it rom instead of rome i don't know that's it's i didn't rom, it's not i rom. didn't come up with the term because it's, it's just spelled r-o-m it's not romance why do you call it a gif because that's what the creator of it calls it it's wrong and i call it jif 
GIF, sorry. That's what I meant. Why do you call it a GIF? Because that's what the creator calls it's it. That's wrong. God calls it GIF? <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. <sighs> anyway, it was pretty It was pretty spectacular. Yep, it was good. I am going to have to go back there just to see the fucking picture on the wall, though. We we'll have to do that cruise all over again. <laughs> well, we could just go to Rotan. Yeah, true. Stay could. at that resort. Could. could. Might be cheaper. <laughs> could have them take a picture of it and send it to you. It might be on their social media. Yeah, but I was just thinking, I need to look. I don't think there's ever like a... They, they, they didn't have a ton of social media. They reposted the picture or they retweeted out the picture. Yeah, that that's I sent right. Them. Yeah. So. There you go. It was pretty cool. Yep. Yeah, we just decided we didn't believe. Yeah. That's what Jay and I. I don't did. blame you. If I hadn't been there, I probably wouldn't either. Right. <laughs> we just figured you something had happened. Yeah, yeah it's of all the things that I do do, lying is not one of them. No, <laughs> so, in general, that's true. I agree with you. I might I have other I have other issues that I have, but lying you do. lying is not one of them. That's true. So No, and we congratulations. I mean it's uh it's a fucked up world. <laughs> I've, I've gotten more, I would say I've gotten more, I can't believe you hit that, I've been playing for X amount of years, then congratulations. Well, so the thing is, once you get to a certain skill level of golf, I feel like it's it's there's a breaking point, right? You have to be so good for it to happen m- multiple times. Yeah. So early on in your career, there's a lot more luck involved with it because you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. You oh, no, doing. I'm, getting, I'm getting okay at best. This was straight dumb luck. Yeah. 100%. Okay, you're getting okay. I said I'm, um, I'm getting okay at best. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> just I'm letting that, that slide. I mean, I'm, I'm better not than even I was. looking at Steve. At you're this better line. than you were. Absolutely. Yes. You're improving. So I'm getting yeah. okay. Well, the funny part I'm is, I'm not okay. I'm when, getting when you, there. When you break ninety, we'll say you're okay. So the funny part about golf is, again. <laughs> you you get to well, first of all, you start playing better courses, and then, but it is you get to the point where you go play, and there's one hole, one par three uh, around where you're aiming at the pin. Cause a lot of times right. as you get better, you don't aim at the you pin don't go a lot. For the pin, yeah. And so, <clears throat> so the number of times that you have to make a hole in one actually decreases as you get better. Yeah. That's because, what I was saying. Right. Because you, you are, you're playing out to the more right. Strategically. You're, you're more strategic because you're, you're yeah. playing for a score. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's, there are times where you certainly, you are allowed to go at it because it makes sense logically. But well, how many times have you put a ball within six inches of the hole and it just doesn't go in? You just know? doesn't go in. Yeah, no, all no. I mean, happens I, all the time. How, the number of times you've hit the flag. I mean, it, yeah, I did that this week. Yeah. I hit the hit the pin and the thing rolled off the green. You know, yeah. like I definitely was not trying for this. I was trying to make the fucking green. That was my goal. And I just, well, you should uh, read uh, Doctor Bob Rutello. Every shot should. You should envision it going in the hole. Yeah. I mean, how many how many holes does our home course have? 18. Two on it that can do? The one over the water? Par threes? Yeah. The There's one, two on each side. So, But I'm saying like, so you have number six to number six that, that could be done. And then number four that could be done for sure. Yeah. Four is a par three. Four is over the water. Six is a par three. Six is, yeah. Um, Eleven is a par three. And which one's 11? I think so. One after 10, <laughs> yeah, right after 10. <laughs> Thank you, Thank right, you. right before 12, right before 12. <laughs> just making sure I'm just trying to visualize that hole in my head. 
So, you know, the big long par five with the pond all the way down the side, yeah. that's 12. Yeah. So right before that is the short par three. Oh, that's right. That that's back right. corner. Yep, the back one. Yep. And then um, 12, 13, 14, 15. So not that one with the ravine, right? The ravine is 12. 17 is a par three. 17? Okay. 17? That's the long par three. That's a long, yeah. Right, right before 18, right after 16. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mathematics. Right. <laughs> What's funny though is it's advanced he, math. He gives you a lot of shit about being directionally challenged, but when we're on the golf course, oh he, he's got no clue where we're at. I so like I'm thinking about playing this week, and I'll be playing by myself. And when we play, he drives. I'm a I'm a I'm a, a passenger princess when it comes to golf. I'm going to get lost, and I'm going to end up playing. Well, let me tell you a little this. secret. With most golf courses, if you stay on the cart path, it leads you around the golf course. But this one, <laughs> so you really can't. But this one does you cross. Really can't mess it up. This one does cross, and if you're not paying attention, I'll end back up. Like so. A, here's my advice: pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, one of the things that I always talk about uh, when in, at work is design principle, which is called the Garth, 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 Garth cart path rule. The golf cart? Golf cart path <laughs> rule, <laughs> which is one of the things <laughs> that they do in golf courses, especially resort courses, is they yeah. figure out where people drive yeah. by not putting in golf carts, paths, and then they would they figure out where people drive, and then they build the cart pass there because that way they get a lot less um, people driving off the golf cart path. Off the path. Off the path. <laughs> and um, you were struggling with that one today. Right. But the point is, it, a lot of times on, on design patterns, you figure out how people want to use things, and then you build around how people want to use things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But if you build golf paths where people car pass where they want to drive it makes a lot more sense as long as you can keep it out of where people want to hit their golf balls. Yeah. Um, but if you pay attention of where the cart path is going, you can find the next hole super easy, dude. Super easy. Well, so, soon we're, we're just what a couple of days away from not being cart path only, but we've had like a tremendous uh, amount of rain. Yeah, in the it's got to stop weeks. raining for that to happen. Oof. Yeah, the new construction fucked up the flooding in my area, and it was really bad Friday night. The past few weeks, like I've realized, like oh, I need to like look at my French drain and get it redone because there's been some. Yeah, there's yeah, one. Might, there's one low spot. You might want to think of a Swiss a Swiss drain instead of the French <laughs> drain. I think it's not probably enough. Yeah, yeah. I need it. Yeah, just just funnel money in that way. Yes, yeah, I can do that. More money. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything else we need to touch on? So we smoked the, uh, do we want to discuss why yeah, we yeah, smoked that's, it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Turns so we smoked the uh, Ashton Age Maduro. Yep. And I do that one time a year now. One time a year. I love this cigar, but it has a special meaning to me now. Seven years ago, March 26, 2016, was I figured that was going to be my last cigar ever. Um, you know, I've talked about it. We've done the show, what, four or five years now. And every year... We get further away from the date when I attempted suicide, and it did not work, thankfully. But I still want to talk about it every year because this is something that we've you know talked about numerous times on the show, men's mental health. It's a silent killer for men. A lot of, a lot of us don't like opening up. I have no reserves about that. I'm an open book. I like the vulnerability. It makes me feel better. And just having one person... Listen to it and it helps. That's all that fucking matters to me. Um, March 26th, the last person I texted was Steve. 
Um, I posted a picture and then he, he knew what I was going through. This was before I met Mo. This was before you and I had the relationship that you and I have now. Yeah. Uh, me and Steve, like we were, we were tight. We weren't close, but we were, you know, I was the Sunday guy. Mm-hmm. I would come up here, hang out. We didn't really hang out after work because, well, not, I didn't work here at the time. Mm-mm. It was April 11th is my anniversary working here. So I was just a patron that became acquaintances at the time with Steve. Um, you know, and I had Maduro, um, listened to some music, drank a bottle of whiskey, took a bottle of pills, and I was like, you know what? I'm good. Um, I'm good. And that was March 26, 2016 at around, I guess, one o'clock, something like that. And you texted me and, uh, you asked everything was fine. And I even said, yeah, everything's fine. I'm good. Um, so I said just 30 minutes ago, I don't lie. That is, that was a lie. That is a lie. That is a lie that a lot of people talk about Yep. all the time, every day. Everybody, yep. Everybody's good. You ask anybody, they're good. That's the, the most common lie out there, I would say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was a Friday or no, that was a Saturday night. Um, so between 25 to turning into 26, but I, I counted the 26. The next day was a Sunday. And I, you know, I wrote an essay about it. I've read on here before and I think I've published it a few places. Um, you know, but it was a new day to me. It was not just Sunday. It was a Sunday that I was going to go to the lounge and nobody fucking knew what had happened. JT was up here. Joe was up here. I believe you were working Mm -hmm. up here. It was just another day. You know, I smoked an LFD Lenox that day. Um, that was my second cigar for that day, but it was the first new one. So the only one I, so I now only smoke the Ash Maduro on March 26th, um, I've been thinking more and more this past month because my life changed on February 26th is when every, is when this whole plan and motion came into effect was, was on that day. And then the more years go past, I don't want to say it hurts less, but I'm not as affected with those dates as much as I used to be. Um, it's a wound that's healed over, but it's just like scar tissue. Scar tissue still hurts every once in a while. Um, you know, who I am now isn't who I was seven years ago. Um, you know, I have you two in my life. I have a bunch of guys up here. I have Mo first and foremost um, in mine. And, you know, seven years ago per now, we were still six months away from meeting each other. Um, but March 26 is a day where I feel like I became Aaron again. Um, and you know, I will always hold that day with, you know, distinction in my mind, in my heart. I will always hold this cigar close. Um, it's, it's a good, bad cigar to me. It's one I love but it's one that has a history that I'll always cherish for certain aspects. Um, so that is why I'm glad I'm glad that recording day actually happened on March 26th so I could do this cigar as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like the further and further I get away, like I'm, we're almost, I mean, almost at a decade. We're, we're closer to a decade than, than, than what it was. Yeah. And, you know, times have changed. I've changed. I'm definitely for the better. Um, you know, and my mind doesn't wander to 
where I was in that place nearly as often as it used to. And, you know, I look forward to the day when, you know, the 26 passes and I forget about it. Um, I don't think March 26 will, but I do believe February 26. There will be a, there will be a February 26 that passes and I forget what I forget about that specific day. Um, but you know, the, I've, I've said it before and you know, you know, the, um, the number I didn't call at the time was the, uh, 1-800-273-8255. But now there's an easier number. It's 988. Yep. Um, makes it so much easier. Um, I didn't call that number then. I now make it a priority to call that number on this day. And whoever answers, I just say thanks. <clears throat> wow. Because they know what they do. But I feel like them hearing it from somebody, it, it makes a big difference. Yeah. Sorry. Don't apologize, man. But, <clears throat> yeah, it's it's a day that, you know, people text me the, on this date. And I appreciate it. And uh, I love you too, definitely. And everybody else out there. Um, it's uh, It's hard. It will forever be hard. Um, you know, I don't think there's many people out there that haven't had some sort of thought in their mind at some point. Um, but just know that there is always somebody, um, you might not know it, you might not think it, but, uh, not only am I crying, but I touch my fucking eye, so it burns. I was, <laughs> I couldn't tell you that. Uh, <laughs> it's the double whammy. I was going to tell yeah. you not to do that. I know, but so I, now I'm just like doing this thing, just fucking, uh, eyes closed. Right. Um, great podcast stuff, yeah, but yeah, you, you touched like his eyes. He was, he was trying to wipe uh, away the tears. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, it's just the, the show that we do. It's fucking stupid. It's, it's nonsense. It's, it's, you know, it can get childish sometimes, but for the select few times where it is meaningful, that's, and if it helps one person, that's all that fucking matters to me. Yep. Um, so just know that the three of us are here for anybody that needs to reach out. Yep. But more importantly, those two numbers, that's the main thing. 1-800-273-8255. And now the new 988. So it is, uh, it's definitely an issue that's very important to all of us. And obviously I know I speak for Steve on this. We are glad you're shitty at that. Yeah. And so, um, um, absolutely. And, uh, uh, I'm going to make you hug me. (laughs) (laughs) Deal with it. Right. You'll just have to deal with it. Um, it, it gets easier as it goes. I mean, it's just, I think that's everybody who deals with trauma knows. Um, but it doesn't get 
easy. And so um, I'm glad it's the 26th as well today so that um, we could have this conversation yeah. and smoke a cigar with you. Uh, it's meaningful to me Absolutely. that we get to do that. So yep. grateful always that we um, recognize this anniversary in the positive way that it is, that you're still here and that things are going so great for you. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and that you're, um, that we remember this and that we reach out to others who, who are struggling at the moment. And, um, we've all said it's fine, you know, it's going great or whatever. We all, I mean, we've all said that at times when it wasn't and, um, you know, and it's, it's, you know, those are the moments where, you know, a follow-up question sometimes, and sometimes it's just, even when I've said it's fine, it's nice to know that somebody is, is recognized that maybe I'm struggling. So, yeah. um, you know, those, those reach outs sometimes mean as much as, as having the conversation. Um, so, you know, we all struggle with that. We all do at varying times. And, and if somebody tells me that they've not struggled, then I, I, th- I know that they're, they're lying to me. So, yeah. I mean, like I said, it's the, you know, it's the, <laughs> the biggest lie everybody tells. Right. Yeah. I'm good. I'm okay. <laughs> and sometimes it's fine means I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. I'm not in a position. I haven't organized my thoughts. Yeah. And I, <clears throat> you know, to me having an unorganized conversation about it, isn't that helpful because of my, the way my mind works. So, um, you know, it's just, you know, just somebody saying you mean a lot to me and just worried about your brother. So, mm-hmm. Or yeah, sister. I mean, that's, you know, I could tell things were going weird with you during yeah. that period, Yeah, you know, and just trying to do what you can, but until they're ready to open up to you, sometimes that's all you can do, you know, yep. just check on them. Yeah. So. Yeah. It is, uh, it is the time of year also where we all struggle with a little, you know, the weather's <clears throat> starting, it's shitty, and yeah. it's depressing time of year and just uh you know um it's just it's a tough time of year for a lot of people and so you know just yeah, yeah it just it's like i was saying you know it's it's one of those things where you know the further and further i get away from that date the the less i do think about it but you know it's springtime there's new life all around us. Yep. You can tell just by, especially specifically if you're in the South, mm. the pollen be everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'd be everywhere. Um, but it's, it's so new, we call it as much as, as much as we hate it, <laughs> as much as we fucking hate it. It's new life. It's yeah. new life. Well, and, uh, I smoked a cigar on my porch for the first time in a while uh-huh. this morning. I love getting up early on a Sunday and smoking a cigar outside and just, in watching squirrels and stuff in my backyard yeah. and um, sitting out there with my dogs just because it's, it's so um, calming and it's was, it was actually relaxing. I had a very full and stressful week this week and just doing that is just such a great peaceful way to start a Sunday morning. Um, and uh, you know, I always uh, think this time of year, a lot of you and, and uh how the journey for you uh, really on this date seven seven years ago, really, you know, the new Aaron, Aaron the third or Aaron the mm-hmm. second uh, was born um, and, and how remarkable your life has 
was becoming. It was remarkable before, but think of all the the amazing things that um, almost didn't happen. Yeah, and <clears throat> think of people who 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 don't see that ability in in those moments because I've had those struggles as well. You just can't. You just. I don't know. I can't envision anything good happening after this moment. Yeah, and uh, just just think about what what happened to you. Mo happened to you. First and foremost, and and probably primarily, yeah. um, you know, think about that wonderful relationship that came out of that, and how how awesome that's been for you. But everything else that's come out of that, all the you know, great job now, and all the things that have come uh, from yeah. that, and uh, you know, it's just Mo got a brand new car this week, and so <laughs> that you can't smoke in. Think about how awesome that is. You I still can't can smoke, you smoke in your in yours now. No, no, no. No, she she sent me a picture at work of her new car, and I said, "Oh, great! That means Aaron can smoke in his." And it was actually no, a hard no. Don't yeah. make me swear on work uh, time. Um, so, uh, but just think of all the wonderful yeah. things that have happened that you couldn't imagine that day, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so. Um, when, when we have those moments, it's impossible to imagine the future and that, that's part of the despair. Right. And yeah. so, you know, just, you know, we, we talk about stuff, um, and, and it's just hard in those moments to think about all the, the joy that could come, will come yeah. if you just, uh, you know. Well, and, and also too, like, I mean, that's something that I kept hidden for years. It was probably yeah. two, two to three years, uh, before I even opened up to yeah. to speak on it um yeah, it's tough so i mean it was just a something that was eating up inside but you know like i mean i'm going to start my eighth year here in a couple of weeks like I, I mean this place you know cigar shop is more than just a cigar shop for a lot of people and you know i'm one of those i'm one of the lucky few who you know has taken a a, a hobby and a passion into you know not a career but it's something that i do to make money at and passion it's you know it's something that i enjoy doing you know sure. it's just you know it's and you know brandon is one of the most humble guys that I agree. Us, the three of us know like he will not self-gloss at all so we kind of have to you know prop him up for what it is you know what he's created here you know and, and, and you can see it in just the people who work here the people who come here and I'm just glad to be a part of that. And, you know, and he, he was able to help me out, you know, out of a situation that I was, you know, drinking myself to death. So, yeah. well, like I said, we're glad you're, you're here and yeah. a lot more whole than you were. Yep. We do want to say, um, and I know, uh, you know, we, we've had people on talk about counseling before. Um, if you're struggling with that, 988 is a great way to, to call. Mm -hmm. There's nothing as men that is wrong. There's a lot of things that are positive about going to get help. Um, we work on our physical help. If you were to break a bone, you certainly would go to yeah. the emergency room or to a doctor to get that bone set. Um, if you're struggling, um, uh, I would encourage you to, to call somebody to sit down and talk about that stuff. Yeah. Um, it, uh, I, my counselor quit. I don't know if I ever told you that he's now going back so I can prescribe drugs. Yeah. So I've got a new counselor that I'm starting with on Tuesday. Um, one of the craziest things that I, that I didn't do for so many years with all the, um, with all the, you know, issues I've had is to not go to counseling. And now, yeah. now it's just a regular no, part I mean, of my it's, life. It's got to have somebody you can say, oh, you're crazy bullshit too. And that they're, 
they're legally bound to not telling other people about. <laughs> um, but just sit there and talk about stuff, yeah. like, and spend some time talking yep. through your the, the stigma, <laughs> anxiety, is- and your craziness, and all the stuff that I have in my life um, is 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 important. The stigma is being chipped away slowly but surely. Is being chipped away where it's becoming more easily acceptable. Yep. to be open about this kind of stuff. It's like you what you, you know talk about. You have an issue with your body, you go to the doctor. You know, if you want to keep your body healthy, you go to the gym. This is just a mental gym. So, right. you're hungry, you go to McDonald's. That's probably not the best <laughs> I example. Go to, I, I go to Taco Bell. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm going to pass on the Taco yeah. Bell. Um, yeah, I I just buried a a friend of mine yesterday from suicide, so yeah. I'm sorry. I hate uh, I hate that it comes to that, but I'm glad you're here. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry about your friend. That's just terrible. I just yeah. can't. Um, I I get how it gets there, and I, I understand. Yeah, uh, him, absolutely. But I just just reach out if you you know if you're having a problem, reach out to somebody. And you know if you know, not even if you know if they're struggling, just somebody you know yeah. you just haven't talked to in a while. Reach out to them. Yep. Just say, hey, you know, doesn't yes. have to be anything big. Yeah, because that's all it takes. World's uh, in, in a world where you can be anything, be kind and be supportive of the people in your world. So be the good, right? right be the good. <laughs> it's such a <clears throat> such a um, it's such a negative world. A lot of the times that, uh, that we forget that it's not all about. You know, being the smartest or the or the or the cleverest. It's sometimes about being being just kind. Yep. It's not even about being the nicest. It's just about being, you know, genuine and kind. So. Okay. Talk to you right next week. Be good. Adios. Adios.